fucking right. <clears throat> what up? Just enjoying that monster tune. Dude, can you believe we got Booker T. Hammond to play our intro music? Who's Booker T. Hammond? No, I'm just playing. Booker, you know your Booker T. Isn't it Booker T. Uh, Booker T. in the uh, MGs? Isn't his last name Hammond? Is it just Booker T.? It's Booker T., but he plays a Hammond. Plays organ. Hammond. Oh, baby. Dude, just fucking let me have it. All right, fellow fuckers. Uh, welcome into Pushing Mongo. Uh, I had a parade going for Stuart shit on it. Uh, <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome in. It is uh, fucking October 17th, dude. We are like flying through this shit. Yes, I don't like it. It's cold. Um, welcome in uh, for all you motherfuckers. If it's your first time, uh, thank you for joining. Um, it is good to have you here. It is. We've got a nice couple uh, hours packed for you. Uh, we actually don't. I mean, we don't know what the fuck we're gonna do. So stick around and find out. We'll find out. We don't even know. We don't even know, dude. That's the best weird. part. That's the best part. What's up, dude? So what's up with you today? How's your day been going? Oh, brutal. Brutal. Yeah. New phone systems in the office, so nothing worked right. The dog all day. It's just me putting out fire. So, damn, dude, you've been Yogi Baron all day. I have. Damn, dude, that that should get you one of those. I need to get you that for your desk. Do you have a, anything Yogi Bear? Isn't it Yogi? Why who's you, the, who's the Smoky, or, Bear? Smoky Bear? Who puts out fire, bro? Dude, I've just been fucking up all day. I'm an idiot. Control, I'm a fucking idiot, dude. It's <laughs> a Booker T. Hammond. This motherfucker doesn't even exist. Yogi I'm Bear, talking about Yogi Bear. Who is Yogi first. Bear? Who is Yogi Bear? Yogi Bear is the dude who's like, would you Cartoon. Like, to take, like, like to take a look in my picnic basket? Hey, boo boo. So, but it, but it's, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but it's a fucking, it's a cartoon bear though, right? <laughs> like Smokey, that's about where Smokey and the bear, Smokey bear. <laughs> that's where it ends. How do you not know who Yogi is, dude? Dude, fuck you. Now, like, the look, if you put a fucking hat on, a different hat on this idiot right here, you he would look just like Yogi. They're definitely cousins. Are there Smokey? Yeah, dude, I can see cousins. it. That's, cousins, that's honestly dude. that's passable. I'm shaped like Smokey Bear too, dude. Uh, I can get you a shovel to put at your desk. Just put on one of those hats, like that's your thing. Like whenever shit starts hitting the fan in the office, you know something's going wrong when Stuart's running around in his hat. <laughs> dude, looking at those photos of Smokey Bear, he's gotta be a gay icon, right? Yeah, dude, shirt for sure. Bear, got an yeah. axe, like. About yeah, to go chop wood like it's hot. <laughs> yeah, that's like like when you find out it's like the gay like the Thor of the gay of Thor or the Thor of gays. I guess yeah. The I had Thor to explain to my wife this week how uh, she was like, "Oh, we watched um, the 2009 Friday the 13th film," and she was like, "That guy was in Supernatural," and I was like, and I had to explain to her how crucial Supernatural is to the gay community. <laughs> And no she's shit. Like, she's like, it's not a gay show. I was like, but they, for some reason, the gay community gravitated to it to where, like, by the end of the show, they were, like, just pandering to the gay crowd. No way. Yeah. Supernatural ended up being, like, the they all just started, would they all start fucking at the end of the show? Just dudes kissing? Pretty much. They're like, they're not even a ghost here. And if he is, he's, I want to kiss him. And 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 then they just like, damn, dude. They're like, that was a close call. Good thing he didn't get us. Should we, we kiss? Suck each other off. Yeah, dude. Can we? Should we yeah. fucking celebrate with a, a little jerky, a little beef jerky? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what was the other show with, um, what was the other like kind of supernatural, like witchy show? Is that CW 11? I think it was CW. All those that was the last time CW gay. had a hit before it closed up. Shop. They're all a little gay, right? CW shows. They're not good. They all kind of were gay. Dude, <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to go see some like, like, you had to we had to turn on over to uh UPN. <laughs> and that Dude. was like the like we hate gays. It's Moesha, it's Martin yeah, yeah. It's Martin. Dude. We're some gay hating motherfuckers over here. Yeah, at UPN. Dude, if you if you were watch if you were watching CW and you felt a little something and you want to make you know you wanted to get it out real quick, no. you just flip right over to that channel and you flip and, over to the superstation, <laughs> Chicago Superstation UPN. Dude. Hell yeah, that's that's funny because like, so I'm not gonna name drop who it is. I mean, not like it, it it's ever gonna matter because who's you know the five people watching the show, they don't know who he is. But I know a guy who's like favorite show when we were growing up. They that that was he swore Supernatural was the best show. Like he's like this is. There's no. Did he ever come show. out later in life? No. Oh, but shit. we all know him. Like I said, it's it's one of those guys. It's not. I'm not like you know. It's not like a big secret. Like it, what if I told you, you'd be like, damn. You know that kind of makes sense. But yeah, love Supernatural, and I just can't get into it, dude. I, I never got into it. I didn't know that he was in. Uh, what what's 2009 Halloween? You said ha- Friday the 13th or Halloween? Friday the 13th. Who it was made the that? reboot? Was it Rob Zombie? Did what one Halloween? He did Halloween. Did anybody cool do? Was so was two thousand nine good for Friday the Thirteenth? It was okay. It was. It was so what okay. did Jason look like in that one? I guess uh, he kind of was. Well, like, it was a reboot, so it basically started. It took the place of Friday the Thirteenth Two. So right. it it picks up after Jason's mom gets killed because you know Jason's mom is the actual killer in the first original film. Jason's not even in it until the end. Uh, when he's the kid in the water. Um, so it's, you know, 30 years later, Camp Crystal Lake's like shut down. Horny teenagers go there looking for a weed farm to like harvest. And then, hell yeah. Uh, Jason just starts chopping people up. And then, because in the, in the original film series, Jason doesn't even get his hockey mask until three, I think, Friday the 13th, three, part three. In this one, he gets the mask. And this is like the second part two of the new reboot timeline. I assume we watched it here on the old Max. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, there we go. Nice, dude. Good stuff. Yeah. I, they lost me when they, uh, dude, I really wish they would have done another uh, Freddy vs. Jason. That was so good. That did you like, I mean, dude, I, my wife was like, should we watch that one? I was like, I don't think it'll age very well. Dude, you're, I, that is such a good movie, dude. And when they start fighting at the end, and like the fucking music starts, like I mean, that's I'm not the into payoff. Like, but dude. everything leading up to it's kind of, mm. bro. When he fucking brings his fingers out of the magazine, uh, Freddie, and he goes, and, he, and Kelly Rowland's sitting there in that doctor's office, and he goes, "Got your nose, bitch!" Yeah, <laughs> walks it off her face. <laughs> Yo, dude, fuck yeah, dude. F- I will argue with anybody that like. Dude, Freddy's the the best one. I don't give a fuck anybody says, and he's not even like a horror movie. Like it's like, it's almost it's comedy. Funny. 
Yeah, it's campy as shit. It's so fucking... Like, I'll never... Like, I forget which one. Maybe it was Freddy, Freddy Return. I don't know. One of them. He was like, Kung Fu this, bitch. Because, like, that chick was, like, into martial arts. And she's, oh. like, in the dream. And he was like, Kung Fu this, bitch. <laughs> I think that was, like, four. Or something. Uh, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. The fitness like, chick, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like, it's, it's cool because, like, it's just a mixture. And, like, honestly, that's the scariest fucking one. Like, getting you in your dreams. Like... Oops. There, there's some kills in the Freddy series or in the Nightmare on Elm Street series that are really stupid, campy. But then there's the occasional one there where you're like just grossed out, disgusted, or freaked out. Like um, that when when he all he pulled all the veins and in, in uh, arteries out of that kid and yeah, worked dude. worked him like a puppet. That freaked me out. Yeah, super fucked up. Yeah, definitely. When he, when all the people were like sausage on the pizza. And he ate the slice of pizza. And all you can see all the heads screaming. Ugh. I yeah, can't watch that without like. And I have a strong stomach, but that makes me queasy. I can see it. <clears throat> Shit! Right before we got on here, I was watching. Uh, came on Netflix. I think it came out today. Uh, it's called The Devil on Trial. It's about. Uh, it's a documentary. It's a. It's like like an hour and a half. It's about uh, you know, the Ed Lorraine Warren. You know the Amityville people. They. There's a guy, there's a family that, you know, after all the Amityville stuff happened that, like, uh, this kid got possessed, this 11-year-old kid. Um, he They came in to help and all that stuff. And um, during the exorcism, one of the kid, the 11-year-old kid's older sister's boyfriend, like, grabbed him by the f- arms or something and was like, mm-hmm. take me or something. And the thing apparently fucking... Like went into him, I guess. So then, sure. so then Lorraine Warren was like, "Oh no!" She was like pissed off. She's like, "No, you're never supposed to do that. You don't challenge the devil." You know, she gets real fucking. She apparently goes to police right after this and was like, "Look, I feel like something's gonna happen with a knife. Somebody's gonna get stabbed." Blah blah blah. And they're like, "Whatever, bitch." You know, they're like, "Chill out." And then, like a few weeks later, or whenever uh, the kid who or the guy that took on the the devil, he ends up stabbing his best friend. He, like, blacks out and ends up, like, stabbing his best friend a bunch of times and kills him. Mm. So <clears throat> it's funny because, like, the whole time this movie, you're talking about, you know, so the, this, this family of brothers, like, none of them talk anymore. Like, at the end, you find out, like, none of them are talking. The kid, the 11-year-old kid still swears that he was possessed, right? He's like, no, I was possessed. I know it. And then they find out at the end that so apparently the mom of all these kids growing up she had ocd so she wrote everything down right everything just Mm -hmm. jotted writing at all times they found a note in her in her fucking house while they're cleaning out her shit that that said uh that that led to all these other notes or stuff they found about they're like the family had their medicine tonight everybody was good and then they find out that this bitch was, was putting like, Samalax or Samalax or whatever. <laughs> she was putting Damn. in every. So the kids every... were tri- tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, at the end of the movie, the movie ends, and, like, it's literally like you're forced to, like, choose the kid who's 11 years old. like, no, my mom would never do that. I was fucking possessed. And everyone else was like, no wonder we were fucking seeing shit. This bitch was fucking for years. 
was drugging the entire family. So she always ate separate. They said that she always had her own bowl. And if they tried to offer her more, like at the end, like second, she was like, oh, no, I'm good on that. For, for years. So she just put all these motherfuckers to sleep every night. And they're wondering why Holy they see shit. shit. Like, they were like, the whole family was, oh, yeah, dude, the house was shaking. Well, of course the house was shaking. You guys were fucked up. Like, you guys were fucking tripping balls. Which leads us to our main point topic of the show. Boomer parents are insane. In fucking sane, dude. You don't hear about people doing, you don't hear about Munchausen syndrome anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of that, I feel like that shit is gone out the window. Does it exist Munchausen, anymore? Munchausen, Munchausen by proxy, all that crazy shit. None of that shit is even real anymore. Like, no, it was just parents that wanted nothing to do with their kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hate you. So I'm just going to convince you in the world that you've got cancer. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to benefit off you. If I have to put up with you, I'm at least going to, the Worst, world's going to pity me. Yeah. Like, best case scenario, I'm going to like beat you and force you to be in a band. Like, yeah, cool. yeah, thanks, yeah. Joe Jackson. Like, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, you like get famous and like forgive me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's one of those like, you understand. I was in a tough spot. Your dad was mean. Sam was sleeping medicine, and your spaghetti was the only only fucking choice I had. But wild shit, dude. Like, I was like, damn, it's a good one though. I, I mean, I mean, you don't it have to watch help. it now that I told you, but it that is wild though. Devil on trial for anybody who wants to watch that shit. Who's into like paranormal? It's fucked up. Kid definitely sounded a little possessed. Like, dude, they're they were playing like the footage of him and stuff, and like his voice was like real fucking deep, and he was like his body was like contorting in ways that like it shouldn't contort. I mean, if you if the mind truly believes something, dude, it'll act accordingly. Like you talk about, like uh, they'll have people that are hypnotized, and he'll put them under. And the, the hypnotist will say, okay, I got a penny here. This penny is heated up to a thousand degrees. And if it touches your skin, it's going to instantly burn you so bad. And he'll drop it on their hand and they'll scream and they'll scream. Oh my God, what the fuck? Yeah, and, then yeah. it'll, and then it'll blister. Yeah, no, for the, sure. Because you, you have like overworked the fucking like programming and the wiring to where they, the body truly believes that there is something wrong. Yeah, dude. I mean, this whole family looks like they live up the street from my aunt. You know what I'm saying? Like they all look like they're from Fenton. Yeah. (laughs) There's probably more than just, just another Chrysler family. Yeah, dude. I mean this, like they're all, the the guy who took on the devil is hilarious. Like he's just like he's got like he's got the one hoop earring. I think he's probably I mean the devil probably what's his name? I'm trying to think. Arnie is his name. Yeah, Arnie Cheyenne Johnson is the guy that uh that's the guy that took on the devil. And I'm trying to think what the little fat kid's name was that took originally because look dude though the actor that they had played this little 11 year old kid poor kid like i don't know why they picked this little chubby kid Damn. but i'm you glad that they gave, I, i'm that glad was, that they gave brother uh brother ali like a chance to like sit in dude front of the i wish and i wish he had a cooler fucking part because he everyone in this movie sucked i'm trying to think what 
where's this kid's name? Is it David? David Glatzel? It might be David Glatzel. The little chunky fuck. Dude, he is like in shambles now. They're like, yeah. Dude, that's and and like the, the kid. That kid. Look at that kid, dude. If the if that the, the family didn't fuck him up, the bullying certainly would have. That kid was just not bred for this world, dude. Dude, it, life it's, is hard. Oh, so that's that guy, I guess. I I don't know. Well, the the little fat kid, like, dude. They they eventually like. He's like, I've never talked about this. It haunts me. And then, and then, what do they do? They hand him the photos from the exorcist exorcism, and he starts like having flashbacks and like. Then they take him to the house and have him stand outside. I'm like, dude, this guy's definitely killing himself the moment this documentary is over. Dude, childhood trauma is so much fun. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I was just talking about some to somebody about that. Like childhood trauma, man, it really, it really is pretty cool when you get older. Because then you can yeah. just just you earlier can keep tonight it moving. Just earlier tonight, the, uh, Good Mythical Morning, they were doing a like best Halloween candy bracket. And they were talking about, or someone brought up uh, Hershey's Cookies and Cream Bar. It's a good one. It's a great one, but I have a memory implanted to it. So every time I see one, or I immediately, and I was telling my wife, I was like, oh man, I remember the first time I had one. She's like, really? What? (laughs) And I told her, I said, "Uh, well, my mom was in (laughs) rehab. I said it was Christmas time and my mom was in rehab <laughs> and we went to go visit her and like an uncle or somebody decided to be like, oh, let me get the kids like a snack because it's Christmas time and their mom's in rehab. <laughs> Dude, you got a cookies and cream Hershey's. And, and like, I, had, I don't know what time, I don't know when the cookies and cream bar came out, but I have a feeling it came out in the early 90s because I remember seeing them as a kid just being like, I got to try that. And this was my first opportunity to fucking try one. It took my mom going to rehab, but, but I finally, you know, uh, dude, mission thanks, accomplished. Mom. Straight yeah. up, dude. Mom, why didn't you fucking get, why, why didn't you go to rehab sooner? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? But, <laughs> but she, I don't know. If I'd have known I was getting a goddamn Kirk cookies and cream Hershey out of it, I'd have pushed in rehab myself. I got the cookies and cream Hershey bar, and I was like, this is worth the hype. Hell Highly yeah. recommend. Hell yeah. And then, Andy Cap's hot fries, dude. I'll put one in my ass. But there was a courtyard, like in, it was like a big building that went around, and in the center of the building was an outdoor courtyard with like a little like koi pond and shit. And there were ducks, mm-hmm. and so I ate the cookies and cream bar, and I had the little like snack bag from the vending machine of Andy Cap's, and I was throwing Andy Cap's hot fries to the ducks at That's the like pond. That's like duck genocide, dude. You killed every duck that ate one. <laughs> no, well, they didn't die, but I do remember. I do remember. Not the while ducks. you were there. <laughs> I do. I remember the ducks eating it, and they they had their like mouths open, and they're going. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they fucking were. And then the next day, they showed when the, when they when everybody got to work, they're like, "Why is every duck turned over in the pond?" They're like, "Oh, that was that little that was that kid who's got the fucked up mom th- throwing throwing handicaps fries." Into the they're pond. like, and they're like, which one? Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of like, there's a lot of fucked up women here with. Sir, you're at a rehab. Kids. Sir, you're at a rehab. Yeah, no, these that's ducks all... die every. We have to replace these ducks every week. Dude, Andy Cap's fries are still the business. Absolutely, and they're cheap, and they're still cheap. They've they're never, like they're like the Arizona out. tea, yeah, of convenience store snacks. They have been fighting inflation for twenty five years. 
God bless Andy Caps. God bless Andy Caps, dude. If you guys don't know what Andy Caps are, one, you're a fucking loser. Uh, get off our show. Uh, and two, uh, you ain't on the struggle bus. Yeah, once you get off the show, go get some. Yeah. Uh, I also, I don't know. Did we? I know we talked about the old Jamar Chase chip last week, but did I? Did I? Did, had I had eaten them yet? I guess I, I had eaten them. I yet. think you have eaten a few. Oh, I've eaten a bunch now. I've, I, dude, I, I went. I remember to... you bought like three bags at one point, and then I saw you like you had one in your pocket, and I was like, "Bro, this dude's going crazy for the Luther snacks." They're the best. They're they're the best chip out right now. Oh my god, they are so fucking good. And I, I, I was at Schnooks, dude. I was just, I went there to get, well, I guess that was the night I told you I went there to get olive oil and I came home with four bags and then I, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I, so I was lying. They're not Jamar Ch- Chase chips. That's the oh. inside joke here. They're Luther Burden chips because Nick, Nick looked at the bag and he thought Luther Burden from Mizzou was Jamar Chase. Yeah. Okay. So we can get into this a little more this time uh, because last week I was fighting, trying to figure out why I was so blurry. Uh, and I would never really get into it. But yeah, so Luther Burden Chip, I don't know dick about college football, nothing, zip. I don't know shit. I just know who wins games. I know who's ranked somewhere. Like, I know the big ones, you know, that's it. I don't really care about it. Um, and actually, there's a new one. Uh, I think this is the old one. So type in Ranch, Luther Burden Chip Ranch. Well, they're barbecue ranch, right? Yeah, just trust me. First bag, first very first bag. Um, so I see these chips forever because these just came out. This one, but they had an original yeah. one, the, the second bag right there on the right. Um, I had these; they've been around forever. Old Deanna makes them. Been buying them forever, and I'm like, damn, Jamar Chase has got a dank chip because I'm looking at it and I'm like. <laughs> St. Louis company's like, who's going to be our dude? Oh, yeah, a bangle. They're like, dude, like, what'd you say? You're like, we just love his, we respect his game, dude. We just love his game, bro. <laughs> we, just, we were looking for, we were looking through all our options for St. Louis athletes, and, and we just know we couldn't we find one, we, so we had to go a little further to Ohio. We're like, hey, tip to the drip. <laughs> they're like dude, dude let's get jamar chase on this bag so yeah. <laughs> so for this whole time i've been looking at this and i'm like dude jamar chase is kind of such a fire chip and i've heard people talk about luther burden obviously but i've never seen him like his face or anything i just know he's a good wide receiver for mizzou and finally adele a couple weeks ago when this chip dropped we're in an xbox party and we're all sitting there talking and we're all talking about this new chip and he's like, uh, yeah, dude. He's like, old Vienna just came out with this new uh, ran- barbecue ranch hot riplet. He goes, Luther Burden on it. And I'm like, oh, good shit. I go, dude, I go, that sounds like the Jamar Chase chip. And everybody just got quiet. Like, everybody's just like, what the, the fuck? fuck? But nobody corrected me, right? Nobody was, like, going to ruin it for me. So they just kind of passed it, and they're like, yeah, this Luther Burden chip is, is fire. So I'm like, all right, cool. Bro, I go get the chip, and I'm like, it's the same guy. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Luther Burden. I'm like, and then it hits me. I'm like, I'm a, re- I'm a retard. I'm like, You've been walking around for, like, weeks being like, dude, I love the chip. I'm like, bro, why would old Vienna have a fucking Jamar Chase chip? I'm like, oh. so, dude, it just, like, the, the it was, like, weeks worth of embarrassment, like, had just hit me at one time. I'm like, dude, I'm such an idiot. 
What a freak, dude, though. These chips are so good. I mean, seriously. Like, I mean, I don't, dude, I would do illegal things if there was one bag of these left and I and I had a chance to get them. So if you're in the St. Louis area or however fucking far out Old Vienna goes, I don't, does, is Old Vienna just, I mean, I know it's St. Louis, but like, Mm-hmm. Have they gotten popular enough to like? Have they? Do they go into like? Do they kind of squeeze into the outer areas ever, or is it just a St. Louis? Springfield thing? is about as far as it gets. And so you I, get old Vienna down there. I doubt it goes to Kansas City. Okay, so you but you get the old V down there. I only get the Red Hot Ripplets down here, bro. I was gonna say they, they don't. Have, get they don't Red have Ripplets in Kansas City, but I don't think you can get like these specialty chips. Yeah, bro, you're not getting the. They used to have a corn chip, right? Like a hot corn chip. I they still do. It's so fucking good. Is it does it still have that goofy orange burnt bag. orange bag? Yeah. yeah, dude. Those nuggets are good too. Those are the shit. The seasoning is the Yeah, there they <gasps> are right there. Shit. Dude, a couple years ago Jerry had uh old Vienna like had a thing that he was working and he had like boxes of each kind of these chips in the garage. Like it was like for like a year, anytime you wanted red hot ripplets, these corn chips, they all, those right there, the go down the barbecue ones, these Southern style, sweet and spicy barbecue. I would actually, I might, I might do something gay for these. Like they're, they're that good. Like if you ever, I've never had the cheddar caramel popcorn. If Old Vienna wants a piece of this show, we will rep so hard out of love. Straight up. Sponsor this show, Old Vienna. You can go to, yeah, to their like place and get whatever. Scroll down I mean, one more. Not a oh, pork rinds fan. Never I, a pork I have rinds a ba- fan. I have a bag of teacher owns waiting for me. Well, after yeah, that's this because show. yeah, that's well we've we know why, Stuart. That's because why? you're clocking into your shift in the mine as soon as you get off this show and you're going fifteen feet underground. You can eat a fucking pack of fucking Vienna sausages, tin fish, and you can eat a bag of pork rinds. You are literally going to be that. Pork, pork rinds pork, are, bro. Uh, that at, the last time I saw a pork rind was that trucker putting like his favorite mustard or something on a pork rind and hitting it in his mouth. Look, he I says, mm, "Let me get some of these chewy pork rinds." Ooh, I love these. The reason I like. Pork rinds is because as a kid, when we went on vacation to Silver Dollar City, they and they had that stand that had the big old fat kettle. You had, you had the kettle corn, and you had the pork rinds, and they had yeah, the barbecue kettle corns. Kettle corns of shit. Shout out Patsy, but <laughs> the uh, the fresh hot barbecue flavored pork rinds from Silver Dollar City are the shit, dude. I can't do it. They just have a weird taste. I'm surprised the front office doesn't eat them, dude, honestly. Yeah, not, not for me. Not for me. Oh, not for you, huh, bub? More for me. What if, what if I got you for Christmas the shower curtain and the red, the ripplet flag? Would you? I'm sitting here thinking I need to buy that, to be honest with you. Would your oh, wife well, let you, would either one of your wives let you put that up? Do you think they have a choice? Yes. Well, that's what I was yes. going to say. My wife, <laughs> my, my wife is a disciple of the Red Hot Ripplet now. So yeah, sure. well, good. Yeah, I mean, she, yeah, for sure. But like front office, this is one of those things you like. There's few, you know. There's the things you, those battles you choose. You know what I'm saying? And this is it right here. This wasn't a battle. 
This was <laughs> this, this was, was this set, is our oh, shower curtain. The now. minute I saw <laughs> this, it was like, oh, okay, this is now a part. <laughs> oh, this oh, is a part okay. of it now. Yeah, this is yeah. just how we wash now, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I, t- I turned my wife onto the red hot ripplet, and I turned her onto the emo's pizza, so she's down. Fuck yeah, that's yeah, that's. Man, I did not like. I knew they had some of these oh. popcorns, but I didn't know like the white cheddar. You don't really see these often. A lot of these, I feel like you, you gotta... have to go to like the hood ass yeah, yeah. convenience store where it's got like the the uh, the flaming hot peanuts, like the little yeah. sleeves oh, yeah. of flaming hot Bro, peanuts I, and shit. I, dude, I yeah. th- that's where I go every day. Is, hot biggities. Like I go to a I go to a food mart with a little blue crown on it on Jefferson and. Yep. And uh, it, they literally have now and laters. You can buy them singles. You can oh, buy wow. single now and laters. They close their bathroom permanently just so people can't use it because they're like shoot no. up. Yeah, they just don't. Dude, and that's the one that big puns at all the time. <laughs> Dude, next time I go up there, I'm loading up on the corn chips because I thought the corn chips were like a thing of the past. You apparently you can go to old Vienna and like buy because like a couple years ago for christmas my mom got me my mom got me you could buy like a um pallet cases it's like a case it's like a yeah it's like a um gift case and it comes with all these different fucking things and for because you know my mom for years always gave me the fucking munchie box which all my friends were always like damn dude like your mom knows you're just getting high as fuck so she just gets you this hall of fame snack box every year and one year she didn't get me the box she got me all old vienna and i was like yeah this is this is it my parents don't do that my mother do you know okay what's the uh the the sausage in st louis the the sausage and the cheese um summer sausage yeah the company that makes it it's up there they're up in uh they're like in potosi Oh my god! Oh fuck! Fuck's sake! What is it? They do the they have the garlic cheese like the big log. It's rolled in paprika. God, it's so fucking good, dude! I'm so fucking mad that I'm blanking on it. But my parents, like every Christmas, I get a styrofoam cooler packed with dry ice, and I've got in it's like four like links of the summer sausage, like four of the cheese. A, uh, a smoked uh, pork loin, uh, a thing of uh, Krakow, which is like a Polish sausage. Like they hooked me up with, uh, oh my God. Dude, I want to shout them out because they're the shit. But you know Man, what I'm talking about, part. right? You yeah, go to a Christmas there. party or a family gathering around the holidays, someone has that out on a plate with like Ritz. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the company. I can't think of it. It's not G and W. That came it comes up, but it's not G and W. Dude, I'm going to fucking Or is it it's in St. Genevieve? Damn dude, you gotta get your fucking coordinates right first. Right. Do you know what it is, longitude latitude? Oberly. Oberly sausage. There you go. See? You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Overly sausage and that fucking garlic cheese is the shit. Yeah, I fucking that, 
making it since the 1870s apparently i've been on a cheese uh cheese and like cracker cheese you know meat type of fucking thing like for lunch it works i don't yeah well i don't really uh because I don't eat a lot at work because I when I eat, I get tired. I'm just not a big eater at work because especially when I'm moving around, it just makes me not want to get up and do physical activities. And so I'll go to like Schnooks or somewhere and buy like a bag, a fat bag of like cheese, different cheese, kinds of cheeses and, and shit. Yep. And dude, I've got this, I've got this box of crackers that you pop open and it's just an assortment. Oh, Everything you'd ever want is in this box. Have you ever had the, I think it's a Ritz, where it's like half, one side is like the butter cracker, and the other side is the Oh, pencil. yes, dude. Now you're barking up my fucking Or uh, It's a townhouse. It's a townhouse cracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butter yeah, side, pretzel side. It's a, I think it's yeah, called yeah. like the flip or something. Flips, that's right. Insane. Insane. You can just eat a box yeah. of just those, no cheese, no nothing. Dude, look at What's us talking about a bunch cheese? of patties. My favorite Ooh, cheese? Ooh, that's so tough. These motherfuckers. You said cheese? Yes. Favorite God. chess. Oh. Just eating straight. Or just, just in any... Well, I guess, yeah, I guess well, it, it, it's it depends, hard to right? say, yeah. Okay, so what's your favorite f- cheese to eat straight? What's your favorite cheese to eat on, like, a, as a topping? Okay, favorite topping cheese, Provel. St. Louis Strong. Shout okay. out. That's good. Nice. Good option. Nice. Favorite cheese to just eat. If I have like if there's like a charcuterie and there's some like Fontina, I will be digging the fuck on Fontina. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I really fu- if I'm just eating cheese, I really fuck with like P- Colby Jack or uh Pepper Jack. Those are my the two Jacks. I, I fuck oh, yeah. with those. Uh, like fet, dude, fet, feta up. cheese is my shit, though. Oh, feta's just feta's good as long as you get it like in the brine, like that real like nasty Greek shit. You put you open the thing and there's like pubes and shit, but it's like the real shit. Dude, then it's the a pet. white pizza. I would fucking a white pizza is something that I like if I had I don't know if like if I had to last meal death row meal like it probably wouldn't be a white pizza, but it would definitely cross my mind. I fucking love white pizza. It's when you so talk white pizza, good. you're talking white sauce, right? Yeah, white sauce, feta cheese. You know, there's fucking uh, well, it's, what is it? It's all it is, isn't it? It's white. It's like white sauce, feta cheese, and like. And well, I mean, if I were to if, if I were to make a white, so I would do. So you said bacon, so I would do like almost like a carbonara style pizza. So I would do Precisely. like either the bacon or the pork jowl. Um. But I'd also do like artichokes. Yeah, no, sir. I'm really like chicken or something. Yeah, dude, I yeah. Dude, well, shredded chicken, on artichoke. Oh, what'd you just say? Front of chale. Yeah. yeah, pork chow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't. Or know. pancetta. Doesn't matter. Pancetta works. Yeah, I'm dude. on the Al Michaels diet, dude. You see that? He's never eaten a vegetable in his life. Yeah. <laughs> and he's. But then Not again, mad, like, dude. I don't. I, she, I told Shan that Shan goes, "Well, look, look how fucking." I said, "Shan's eighty-three fucking years old. Have some respect." W- in that particular interview, though, he was looking mighty like greasy and sweaty, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, they probably fucking yeah had him sitting in an off somewhere hot. You know, let's let's not 
Let's not. He was having yeah. a rough day that day. He was so having was, a rough day for it was sure. poor timing to, for him to go, yeah, <laughs> I don't fuck with vegetables. I don't, I've never eaten one. See, that's the thing. I've eaten vegetables. Like, I like broccoli. Like, there's a few things I'll eat. Like, I, I'm not yeah. an anti veggie. Um, uh, I am, no. I fuck with Brussels. Like, I'm if just they're not done right. But, like, yeah. dude, Al Michaels says he's never eaten one. Never, ever. I'm like that's that's impressive. 83 years old. I mean that's what what did he say? He's like he's like what? You just want me to like crunch on we, a yeah, carrot? Yeah, let's yeah, let's look up the article. Let's not just stare at him on Google. Let's fucking let just read Well, you know, it. okay. But Boy, the fact you're... that he's still alive, probably relatively he- he- healthy to still be alive at his he's age. He's still on TV. I mean, still he's on fucking TV. and he doesn't Coherent coherent like i said he might say some dumb shit like don't be wrong there's times where i'm like god i wish i might just shut the fuck up but like yeah. he's 83 you know what i'm saying like it's not nearly as bad like i'd rather him listen to him than chris collinsworth how, how many yeah. years has he got on chris collinsworth 20 you know what i'm now saying here's like, a guy michael's confirmed yeah never eaten veggies when wallace asked michael if he would possibly like carrots, he declined, stating that he found them to be unappe- an unappealing vegetable. Michael said he didn't like the way they looked or their texture and didn't think they would taste good. Yeah, carrots are delicious. Bro. They are. I I do like carrots. I always push vegetables away, and I guess what I have proven, Chris, is that man does not need vegetables to survive. So he's actually talking with old Chrissy K here, or Chrissy Collinsworth. <clears throat> Chrissy C? Yeah, yeah, I think so. What was that dude on TikTok that uh, oh, the bodybuilder guy that only ate meat, Liver King? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Al Michaels is the the real Liver King. Yeah, well, for sure. And Liver King turned out to be just the world's biggest fraud. I mean, he was just a big juice head. Big juice head. And like, I, and I don't even think a lot of the stuff he's eating is even good for you. Like, I think it was like the way he did it, it was just not, I don't know. It's people, there's like a whole TikTok community. Of people who eat that raw shit, like there's a guy who eats like all raw hearts. Yeah. It's like, dude, I don't understand it. Like, there's no fucking way. There's no way you enjoy that. Like, I don't know. It must be an intense thing. Maybe they do enjoy it. Like, obviously, at some point, some ancestor to the human was eating raw meat. But dude, guess what? The moment we discovered fire, we switched the shit up. <laughs> we should we're fucking. Like, this is so much better cooked. We should put all. Well, we don't need all of them either. We should put them all. On like an like a Hunger Game island, all these people that just eat raw food like this, who claim to be like the big dick of that community, we should put them all on an island and see which one, which That's one's really it. about it. Which one's gonna just eat the ass out of like a gazelle in the wild? Yeah, and then the winner can just stay on the island and eat all that fucking raw meat. He can eat the other contestants. And then yeah. he can fuck. He can eat off them for a couple. I mean, a couple human bodies. You should probably eat off those for a while. Let let fuckhead keep his prey, and 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 uh, and all the animals in the island. We'll just leave them there. You know, every couple of years we'll take a few child molesters over there or something, and just let them run free on the island. And almost I mean, dangerous game. Yeah, I mean, how cool but, would that be? God. Hopefully, the well, Liver King doesn't win though, because he's a fuckhead. <laughs> What was that movie where the prisoners were sent to like play games? I well, there was a few, but the one with uh, Jamie Fox and Gerard Butler, and he was the inmate. I don't know. 
But I remember Running Man by Stephen King, and then out, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger did the movie, where like there's a TV show about prisoners fighting to the death. But the Gerard Way one, I thought it was really good. It wasn't Law Abiding Citizen, was it? Uh, I don't think so. They, they're both in that movie, but I don't think that's the one you're talking about. No, it's not. It's not. Nah. Hell nah. What happened to Gerard Butler? He's not in anything anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Damn, I wish we had like I wish we just need to catch like one hot kick trend. Like just get on like just 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 catch a whiff. Just let it put us on the main page, dude. Get us get us some well, viewers, dude. Well, I mean, let's be honest. The fact that you two match today might get us more viewers. Yeah, it is pretty cute. It was. Yeah. What are you wearing? It? The All Star break? My West Side Gun hoodie. Ah. I'm repping the Pushing Mongo Black Flag Board tee. Hell yeah, dude. While Which, we're on the subject. But let's go ahead and, and announce that, you know, we have released the brand new Chef Modified by Chef T. It's now on the Redbubble store. Yes. Link on the sidebar. Sure. Can we pull that up front office? All- yeah, uh, I'll, I'll think about it. Love the shop. So all yeah. all proceeds from the modified by Chef T are going to our buddy Chef uh, to help him out and uh, feather the nest while he's finishing his vacation abroad in in Idaho. Uh, we've we've heard from a number of people that uh, are wanting to donate and help out our friend. Yes, uh, sir. We released the um, the shirt just yesterday we didn't announce the release of it but immediately one was already purchased a number of other people are very interested so please get yours it's at a very good price Redbubble has great quality shirts i can attest to that the, the print quality is great it will not wash off in the in the wash uh yeah, but the mo- yeah that looks slick dude can we get yeah, the yeah, modified the modified by chef t and they got get the plus yours. sizes for uh, you the, know exactly, dude. It fits us fatties. This one, we come click on. on the second picture or something. Let's get really. You know, oh, you don't you like the, the models? I mean, I do. Let's well, I mean, get I, good look at the logo. Yeah, dude. And actually, we decided earlier. Stu just said earlier that we should just any any money that we make on anything, uh, store wide. I mean, you guys buy anything off the store, whether you, you know because if you're there, you end up picking up some pu- pushing Mongo shit. Like we're we're. It's not like we're making a killing on any of this anyway. We're not making anything off of it. So, you know, anything bought right now is we're going to funnel that to Chef. It's all going to go to Chef. Yes. Um, I, I sent him a video message earlier on the way home from work uh, to let him know that his shirt was live, um, to let it know that, uh, you know, the plan of giving Keep it on the all white. our proceeds. Um but yeah, so we, we put this up today. Um, link in the bio. You know, it's in our it's in our link tree. Uh, the link that to the direct shirt is on Twitter. If you go to our Twitter, I put the, the direct link to the shirt. And you can actually do more than just this shirt. If you go back to um, can you scroll up a little bit? If you scroll up and go back go back one. 
if you click uh, Explore Designs right there up top, Shop Product Explore Designs, computer says no. Well, here, just click back Either and way. go go to the, uh, the the Pushy Mongo Classic logo. And just, if you scroll down. There you go. So there's different... Yeah, so you can do this, but like if you if you hit explore designs, you don't. It doesn't have to just be shirts. Is what I'm trying to show you. Like it, okay. it can be, like it. Can you? Yeah, there you go. Hit view this design on 50 plus products. There you go. So if you could click, go down and click, you can buy. You know, I mean, you can put this on a, a number of different things. Uh, you know, they've got female sizes, female shirts. They've got stickers, phone cases. Um, all of that stuff. So if anything that you want to buy, anything that you buy that's got, well, now anything basically, but um, you know, anything on our website that you buy, um, that the proceeds from that will go to Chef. Um, yes, but every bit. We, we, the markup's not much. There's barely a profit to be made off of this because we want to keep the price down for you guys. But any little bit of that sale, all of it's going to Chef. So it's all going to a cause. It's all helping out our friend. Can we inside. pull up the? Can you go back to the other one? The other, I guess, is it not up yet? Can we not view that on other stuff? I can you, I'm just doing the shirt on this on the chef thing. Okay, so there is not others. So it's just so okay. Well, there you go. Well, aside from like the classic tees and stuff, yeah, but there's so, no like hat or anything like that. Just the, the shirt for him. Okay, so let's just scroll through these a little bit. Let people see the different. Looks like you can get so hoodies, tank tops. Um, is that where it stops? No, yeah. they got v okay, So we got, yeah, we got some. Look at that fitted v necks for you ladies out there. Hey, and all these ladies out there that are, that are turned, you know, turned off for the fact that he's he's looking for, for looking for a, a, a Twix bar, looking for, for a boyfriend. tall, dark daddy. Doesn't mean you can't ride him. My boy wants to hear from everybody. Like, dude, he is just wanting to have conversation just every girl dreams time. of having a gay best friend yeah dude and chicks love dudes in prison apparently so get one apparently you could, you could fucking he's more popular than i ever was what the right. hell he is people love him and he's adorable he's a fucking cutie dude so i mean it, it doesn't it doesn't hurt so yeah there's the shirt um We've been talking to him. We don't really have like one letter we can read this week because like we've been kind of messaging him multiple times, you know, because, you know, it's kind of got, you know, we're trying not. It's not like a constant communication, but like, you know, we're, it, it, it was like we were just doing it once a week. But, you know, now he's we're kind of getting to know each other and he's writing us a few times a week or, you know, replying. Yeah. So, you know, we're, if there's ever any when he starts sending us stuff uh, that's, you know, like uh, stuff, that videos, the videos and stuff that he wants us to get out there. We will read those in their in full and in their entirety. Uh, but we'll definitely keep you posted. Like, like you know, for the last week, we basically just been talking about um, this T-shirt drop and designs. Um, uh, and most of the messages are just him talking about how uh, happy we've you know helped made him and like stuff like that. So it's not really stuff that we really. It's kind of more personal. We don't really want to read those to a lot. You know, it's not like it's basically just fucking tooting our own fucking horn at that point. And it's like yeah. you know he's he's very very appreciative of you know the efforts that we're making and and the, the support that all of you guys are showing um, on his videos every time we post them. Uh, we really have to thank the Idaho Pen Pal uh, 
Instagram page, they keep inviting, uh, they keep accepting our collaboration posts, which uh, they have got such a bigger audience and a way bigger audience than we do. So anytime they do that, um, that gets our videos seen just tenfold by tenfolds more than it would, you know, nor without them. So props, thank you to them. Um, but yeah, so chefs just basically, you know, our, our conversation this last few weeks that, you know, he sent us the videos. If you've been following us on our socials, we've thrown up a few videos this past week. Um, you know, we're getting more video messages for him. So you're going to get more stuff like that. Um, more video um, posts and, and stuff like that, updates from him. Um, he ha we really haven't, he hasn't had anything this week that he wanted us to really tell you. Um, he just wants everyone to continue writing him. Um, keep sharing his videos um, and, and buy and, and buy a shirt because, you know, he winter's coming up. Um, I'm, we talked about this in our post the other day on the video we posted. Um, he, he would love, and I think we read his last week in his uh, letter, he was mentioning, you know, like stuff like winter clothes and stuff. And uh, so anytime, if you guys go to Access Corrections, uh, I was talking to him about this. I've been putting a, that P.O. box on all his videos, and apparently that is not a thing anymore. So if you go to his Meet an Inmate page, he's got a P.O. box there. And right now, there is no way to reach him other than JPay. So if you want to speak to him, it has to be through JPay or like, uh, I guess you can write the jail or the prison, the maximum prison he's in, or I don't know how that works. But if you want to donate money to him, it has to be through access corrections. It can't, there is no more PO box anymore, all that. So if you want to, it's, it's super easy. I just made an account the other day. Um, you just look up his IDOC number, which is eight, five, two, two, nine. And, um, and you can donate as much as you want. So, uh, do that, please uh, make a JPay account. That's even easier. Um, is, and, and stamps are fucking cheap. What are they, Stuart? Like, I mean, it's you, you for five bucks, you get like thirty stamps. So that's thirty messages back, thirty emails, thirty letters back and forth. Yeah, because you're obviously going to have to pay. You know, you're every time you write a letter, you pay for a stamp, and then you you pay for the return stamp, so he can you know write you back. Um, and, and it's super fucking cheap. So and and super and like said, cheap, super easy. Um, and if you, and I if just, you don't, I just sent, I sent him a couple photos today through the JPay app of uh, of the shirt design and then of the models wearing the shirt. I sent him that. Yeah, he actually saw the uh, he saw those today, and that was one of the things he said. He said, uh, "Saw the pictures, loved the shirt, um, oh, yeah. stuff like that." Um, with you know, but, he he, go ahead. I was gonna say he knows that you know he's getting the profits from his shirt, but we'll have to let him know that he's getting profits from all the merch. Yeah, so I, I, that's what I told him uh, in the video message earlier. I just said, "Make said, hey, the oh. shirt's up." Um, I said, "We're also gonna give you, you know, everything, uh, everything that we make off the website's coming to you." I said, "I saw him. I said, I pro we can't. Pro I'm not promising we're gonna make anything from this." I said, "We might. We have no audience really." I said, "We're, a, you know, everyone. We're a small show. He knows that." Um, but I said, anything that we do make off of this, it's coming to you. I said, so we're going to do our best. We're always going to do our best to help him out. Um, he's a good guy. Um, he wants to hear from everybody. We've, we've really enjoyed talking to him. Um, I know that there's a few people who have donated money to him on excess correction. So we really appreciate that. I know he had said that he's getting people writing him too. He's had some people writing him. So that's cool too. Yeah. People through the show that have found him and all that. That's awesome. Uh, there was someone Last week we mentioned getting them some winter clothing. Someone said that they wanted to step up and help them get some 
winter clothing. I don't know if they've gone through with it yet or not, but regardless. Yeah, yeah, they found him. So they they wrote on there um, because they couldn't find him at first. So I helped him find him and they said, yeah, I got him, found him, looked him up. Um, so I think he was in that day. He donated. So, I mean, obviously, oh. he didn't say what I did, but he found. I'll keep him the there. homie warm, man. Yeah. So, and I don't know how that works. So somebody commented, and I didn't have really a good answer because they're like, "Well, does, does the prison not give them winter clothes?" And I am assuming that they just get like some bare minimum winter clothes. Yeah, here's like probably a hoodie, pair of sweatpants. You've got a blanket in there probably, and then we keep the heat kind of on right because i was so kinda, you're not gonna I die to that yeah so i but assume that like if you want something that's worth a fuck that's where you got to start paying yep. and, and from what we found out yesterday or last week Stuart, i guess you had found that uh Stuart had found a uh um like a menu kind of like prices or, or kind of like in the ballpark and it seemed like most of it was pretty uh affordable you know, pretty affordable so yes. um a little bit of money would go a long way um, and even if you don't know, donate anything, if you don't want to give, if you're weird about that, you know, you feel weird about giving a prisoner money or some guy you never met because two fuckheads on the internet told you to do it, you know, that's fine. Just, it, just write him a letter, you know, just, just write him a letter, say what's up. He doesn't care about the money. He, he's not asking for money. He's not asking for any help whatsoever other than we found know, him. Yeah. We he found didn't come him. to us. We he went come to, to us. And then, you know, he was like, look, I have been deserted by everyone, anyone and everyone basically. Um, I have been sitting here in this hole for 12 years, 23 hours a day, no one to talk to. So, you know, we started talking to him and if we can, and he just wants to pass the time. He wants people to talk to. He wants to create relationships. He doesn't have he wants many. something to look forward to when he gets out. Right. So and a lot of these people don't have that. Exactly. That's why they go back. We want to help our friend. We want to make sure he doesn't go back. We want to give him the tools and the resources and the hope so that he can just, he can get out and get on with his life. Yeah. And, and look, dude, it's, it's, it's a, and I promise you that he's feeling any, any little support that you guys are showing. He feels it. Cause I mean, I've very few people in my life have I met that are this appreciative. Like, I mean, this guy is talking for so little. I mean, this guy is talking about, you know, when we first started writing him, you could tell that he was just down and like, you know, not very, not feeling well. Now he's very positive. You know, he was talking about, Oh, we're going to be Gucci 2.0 with this shirt you know, he's like, we're going to be world famous. You know, like he, it, it, he's just joking around. Like he's got a positive outlook on things. I mean, that, that most recent video where he's like yelling out the top of his lungs, it's posted on our Instagram. Please do just check it out where he's like, I choose love. Yeah. My wife just, uh, uh, after I got home, she's like, I just saw that video of chef. She's like, I just want to hug him. She's yeah. like, it is the sweet. She's like, I'm going to watch that video whenever I'm down. And just see this dude just smiling, having a good time, making the best of a bad situation. She's like, I just want to hug him. I was like, that's Chef, man. Yeah, he's he's a fucking sweetheart guy. And that's why I told anybody in the comments who were like, oh, I just, he looks like such a nice guy, or this guy's this, or this. It's like, dude, he is. Like, just write him. Like, just yeah. send him one. Just send him a feeler. Say what's up. Tell him, you know, what's up. And I, I promise you, after a one or two messages with this guy, you're going to be like, He's, you know, he's, he's a great guy. He's fun to talk to Like he just, he's got a lot to say. You can tell that he has not been able to talk to a lot of people for a long time. And he has just got a lot on his mind. And, um, it sounds like he's, he's been busy writing letters. So that I love to hear that. We love to hear that. It's a beautiful fucking thing. Um, yes, it is. 
uh what was i gonna say oh he did the we are it's so funny because like you could tell he's been locked up for so long because he's been locked up 12 years before we move we're gonna move on from this uh and get into i want to get into the uh i want to go through that list the guitar list that you put up oh really that'd be, okay. that'd be the shit yeah i think that'd be good um and maybe i want to talk about the lauren bobert bobert thing was fucking hilarious too i think that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah um but you could tell that my boy's been locked up forever right so he sends me this video he sends another video he's like i want you to post this and it's like i'm a he's like the tards on the yard he goes the tards <laughs> on the yard he goes you don't want to be a tard on the yard and i'm like oh that's hilarious or whatever he, you know he says some wacky shit so yeah. uh he wrote me again or he emailed us again and was like so what about that tart on the yard video? And it's like, I'm going to have to, you know, obviously we're going to have to let him know, like, look, it's been 12 years. That is not like we, we say retard on here. Like I'm sure the we're going to get canceled one day. Yeah. But like, that is not the video you want on the internet anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. But he was like, dude, what about my tard video? Like, hell yeah. There's a thing called cancel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, you're already, you're already like halfway there. Like yeah. you're already basically canceled now. Yeah. People hate his last. So I didn't know this either. So you know, people hate his last name, which is so weird because it's an Irish last name. His last name's Killer Killery. Everybody's like, "Oh, fucking prisoner Killery must be a you know." Um, but but I also didn't realize that that's a it's like a it's like a slur towards uh, Hillary Clinton too. And, oh, Hillary, yeah. And I didn't know that was a thing either. So maybe that would be another reason why people are. Like, damn, that's the thing. So what is the, what is this, like, the Benghazi thing or something? Well, it's just, like, you know, people that have well, dirt on the Clintons mysteriously end up dead. End up dead. Yeah, so, oh, Hillary must have fucking made a call. Kill yeah. and Hillary Clinton. Because people were like, so who? how did he get this chef nickname? And it's like, we literally just saw that he had a drug charge and he looked like a fucking chemist. I'm like, so we named him Chef. I'm like, yeah. so, and, and like, you know, I was like, and Killary apparently just rubs everyone the wrong way. So chef just really rolls, really rolls off the fucking tongue. So, oh, yeah. all right. So yeah, donate to chef, please get yourself a t-shirt. It's a fucking sweet design. Um, if you guys, if you guys do get a t-shirt, if anybody's out there watching and you do end up getting a t-shirt, if you get one, when you get it, we would love for you to fucking post a picture of you in the t-shirt, tag us in it. We will send all of the, if there's any photos we get, even if it's just one, we will send all of these photos to Chef. We will get them to him, you know, so he can see that people are out there wearing a shirt. Um, this is, like I said, this is a, a design that he, we helped him with this design, but this is his idea. This is his clothing brand. He actually got a fucking letter not passed through. He said earlier today that he didn't get one of his emails passed through talking about this because the prison thought he was running, conducting business. So that must be why the cloth, uh, the clothing pictures that he was trying to send a while back to the other one of his other pen pals got flagged because apparently, you know, he's, he doesn't. And I also learned this too. The reason he's kind of cold and doesn't have blankets, he's using these sheets and blankets for his clothing line. Like he's, he's, he would rather make clothes and like, cause he's found, I guess he's got, a, pa he's got a, do. he's got a passion for this. He wants to do it. And he is, you know, so even if you go throw some money on his fucking books and he uses what you buy him for a goddamn T-shirt, maybe that T-shirt sells, you know, I mean, you're helping him stay busy. So $5 yeah. for a fucking sheet he can rip up, make his own T-shirt out of whatever. But apparently they frowned upon him doing that there. So, um, stupid. 
It's very stupid. Not um, hurting anybody. Not hurting anybody. And but I know that if he, you know, if we can send him some photos of people out there from around the world or the country wearing his shit, I'm sure he would be fucking over the moon. So, that it would mean so much, man. It would mean so much to us. So scan the uh, merchandise over there. We've got our QR code. We've had this one up here forever. Follow us on all of our socials. In those QR codes, you will see. Uh, well, this is the merch one. This will take you right to the uh, Redbubble storefront. Um, if you click on the socials or our other socials one. Um, that will take you to our link tree. Um, and that's got all of our socials there. Follow us there. It's got our storefront there. It's got the skate laborious one. Um, so if you guys have any money, I know we've been at where nobody's at. We just keep asking you to donate to shit, but we promise we're donating too. We're not asking you to donate and like to something that we're not donating. If you to. don't want to donate to a fucking uh, prisoner, here's a, a beautiful art project, a beautiful skate park keeps the kids off the streets gives kids purpose gives kids discipline gives kids drive gives kids a sense of community Woo! let's if go dude. It, dude my nipples are hard now dude i <laughs> i hold on i'm googling four hour boner hotline right now that's how turgid i am in my seat unreal like word. you want to fucking make sure that you you, you don't like prisoners you want to keep kids out of prison Let's rebuild this skate park, okay? That's right. You know, there we go. Something for them to do. Fucking, so if you got any extra money after you've bought yourself a fresh-ass chef t-shirt, head on over to the goddamn Skate Laborious uh, link. Go fund me. They need a million dollars. I know it sounds like a lot, but look, this is like a old-school, bad motherfucking church. It is huge. It is you know, it is everything that embodies skateboarding, and it's going to take some money, and it's going to take some effort to get this motherfucker rebuilt. Rebuilding a dream does not come cheap people exactly so but we're all in it together they're hovering around a hundred thousand dollars we've got a long motherfucking way to go so donate that motherfucking money get yourself a mission taco fucking mctwist taco if you're in town at mission taco the big mac taco it's fucking good so get one get your shit get merch who's the who's the mattress store that's selling the skateboard so they're not. I think that's over. I, I, I that's why I didn't. I wasn't plugging it anymore. But it was STL Mattress was doing something where they were selling hundred dollars skateboards fully put together, skate laborious. It was boards. A, it was a deck. A deck, yeah. And and it, uh, it, it was fucking hundred dollars. Everything went to skate laborious. Um, pretty cool. And they had like some p- paintings or some shit. So I think it was STL Mattress is who it was. STL Mattress Direct. Yeah. Let me see if they still do that. And I think the guy who owns that place is a skater, because like he did the he I, he has to be. I mean, fuck, why would he do it? And he did yeah, the new you, thing in his skate shoes. If you go to stlmattressdirect.com and you search for the Relaxopedic Skate Deck, hundred bucks, and it's pricey for a deck. But if you purchase that deck, every cent of that hundred dollars goes to Skate Laborious. Yes, sir. It's. What else can you ask for? Hundred bucks, like in the long run, what does that do for any? What what is that for you? Nothing. Hundred bucks, you'll remake it. You go to work, you'll make another hundred bucks. You know, what, however you make your money, you'll find a hundred bucks. Whatever you got to do, 
but mm. it, it 100 bucks goes a long way they will truly appreciate it and we we're actually hoping to bring one of them on the show uh soon i've been talking to them on the side they said they i, I guess just talked to them again the other day they again said they'd love to come on the show so hopefully at one of these times we'd we'd get spike uh as one one of the guys named spike uh, you know, one of them's going to come on the show, hopefully, and they'll give you more updates on the rebuild, where they're at. They were just on the front page of the Post-Dispatch. They were just on the very front page of the Post-Dispatch yesterday. That's cool. Um, so it is, it's gaining, you know, the steam is there. There's hype around it. You know, they're starting to get kind of, you know, it, it's, the motivation is there. So, um, yeah, so this is the deck. That thing is, it's not bad. Look at it. It's cool. Look at it. It's different. It's like a snowboard design almost. Okay. But yeah, hundred bucks. So go get you one. All right. So uh, we're we've got about an an hour left, maybe ish. So let's. Uh, what do you want to do? So I, let, we can do the Lauren Lauren Bobert thing first, and then and we can just ride, do the guitar thing. We can just ride that out, baby. Because uh, I do think this Bobert thing, dude. Lauren Bobert, I tagged her in all our shit. It was funny because when we talked about her fucking giving, you know, and, and also funny, Beetlejuice is coming to town, and there's billboards all up and down 55 right now. So I'm thinking about hitting her ass up and saying, "Look, pushing Mongo, we've got an open ticket." We, Come sit next would, to me during yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, we would love an over the pantan job. Yeah, Shan can can stand there, and as soon as it gets too frisky, get take her away, take over, tag her in, tag her in. But like this is, you know, I'm like Shan. This is business, baby. You know, what I'm saying Shan so, gets Lauren, the hot tag, dude. She gets the fucking the the, the she's the Gibson to Bo Bear's fucking Ricky Morton. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Gets the hot tag and cleans house. There we go, baby. So Lauren, if you if you hear this, I'm gonna I'm gonna t- next time I'm driving down 55, which will be tomorrow at some point, I'm sure. I'm going to take a picture of the Beetlejuice sign and we are going to let you know that you can come sit with me. We will get tickets. A good friend of mine, uh from down here that I work with. Uh, her and her fiance, who are getting married in six days, congratulations! They just this past weekend they were up there at the Fox Theater and they saw Beetlejuice there. Hell they yeah! They said it was dude. a great show. I bet it is. Beetlejuice probably fucking good. I mean, it turns me on. I know that there are a few things I want a, a hand job to. There are a few <clears throat> things I want my dick rub to. You know, more than Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. the musical. Yes, please. Dude, you, I mean, yeah. Work it like a record, dude. Just, dude. We know what it does to old Lauren Bobert. Bitch, I mean, she was, she was vaping and rubbing. Vaping, had a hand on the titty, her hands double fisting. She's foul, dude. What a dirty, dirty, nasty little girl. Yeah, I hate this broad. So, what'd she do here? So, so let's, let's explain to the people why this is, Ironic. Well, I know we, you know, she's a right winger and drag well, shows. That's apparently just the end of the world for these people. What it shows is that she has no, she doesn't even believe the bullshit. She's just, she took advantage of the dumbest people, which, you know, maybe they'll learn a lesson, but probably not because they are the dumbest people. But she just, you know, she's been very outspoken against, you know, L- the LGBTQ agenda, the gay agenda and drag queens uh, reading to children 
and all that bullshit. Well, meanwhile, she's going to drag shows that are owned by her ex-boyfriend that she was jerking off at Beetlejuice. Oh, and so she, he's part of this? He's the he owns the guy that she was like giving the over over the pants hand job to owns the bar that she was frequenting to go watch drag shows. Dudes, this and this who, guy's who got a, a regist- meat missile. Who, who is a registered Democrat? Hell yeah. What are you doing, Lauren? And so she spent campaign funds at that show, the Hoochcraft Cocktail Bar in Aspen. She spent $317.48 of campaign funds, misappropriation of funds, and and did so at the one at like the epitome of everything that she's supposed to be against as a staunch conservative politician. She's in the past tweets, Bobear vocally ho- vocally hostile about drag shows, calling them depravity, 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 and opposed a lot uh, allowing transgender children to receive gender affirming care. Take your children to church, not drag bars, she tweeted in June of last year when Biden Assistant Secretary for Health Rachel Levine advocated empowering transgender children to participate in sports and receive gender-affirming care. Bobert demanded, or, yeah, what is it? Dead named. Dead named Levine and accused her of grooming children. Sorry, I can barely see. I need to make this bigger. I don't have the full screen. Sorry. No, you're fine. I I should just make it full screen. I'm just an idiot. Um, Yeah, so... uh, what so was it? Could you go down a little bit? Sending a message to all the drag queens out there: stay away from the children in Colorado's third district. Bo Bear tweeted last August, <laughs> alongside a photo for a flyer of drag queen story hour. So this broad, she, so she's yeah. just yapping. She's just yapping. She's she's pandering to the people that will vote her dumbass and all. And that's what they're all doing, though, right? I mean, that's they know what that, they're all. That's what she's that doing. That's what Marjorie cards. Taylor Greene's doing. That's what Matt Gates is doing. That's what Trump mastered the fucking technique of. That's what Ron DeSantis. I was gonna say DeSantis is really on that now. Well, just... not so much. DeSantis is like falling from grace right now as we speak. Thank fucking God, by the way. Yeah. But that's how he got to where he is in Florida, at least, and Matt Gates in Florida. Dude, Matt Gates is a just... fucking pedophile. Yeah, for sure. Has to be. Or is he? Is that a thing? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, definitely looks like one. So, um, Kendra Maddock, a drag queen who has performed at Gallagher's Bar, said of Bobert in an interview with TMZ, I don't like this girl. Bitch, I don't understand why she has the hates, has that hate speech all the time. Because we don't do anything wrong. I don't harm anyone. Who cares what I do in my bed, if I'm gay or not? I don't know. Who cares if I suck Stuart off? Who cares if I lick his toes? I don't know why people care so much about what you do in your bed. At least I, at least I do that in my bed, not in a theater. Yeah, there you go. Hell yeah, Kendra. You want to hear a good song about sex workers? Alex Cameron, uh, Far From Born Again. That's Let's a go great listen tune. to it. Great, great tune. If Watch you like Bowie, if you like '80s Bowie, you'll dig Alex Cameron. Yeah, dude. Watch the video. They got sex workers in the video. They do a little interview with them. Damn, Lauren. Well, I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk about her. Um, but good. I hope That's it good. is, but it probably won't be. It won't be, dude. We're, we're, the day we stop talking about her is the day that she stops mattering, and I pray for that day. God, dude, I hate that bitch. She's like, uh, dude. It was so funny. 
when all the right wingers were talking about God, because you know, there's nothing worse than Candace Owens. I'd fight that woman. I think, yeah. um, I can't stand that broad. What a and sellout. She, uh, yeah, I think she was, she, you know, there was that video that came out of her a couple weeks ago or a week ago. She was at that university or whatever, giving her speech and that transgender kid stood up and was like, how do you feel? You know, if I took what, how do you, what is it, what do you feel about when I, if I tell you that like there are a lot of transgender people on this or like, you know, in the community around in, on this campus that aren't comfortable with you being here. Um, and she was just like, I don't have time for this. You know, she's like, I'm so much months pregnant. She's like, and I'm not dealing with this. And everybody started like standing, gave her a standing ovation for that. <laughs> I'm like, what the, what the fuck did she even do? Just said, I'm pregnant. I don't want to, I don't want to give you a real answer to your question. So I'm just going to try to power move through this. Tell you I'm pregnant. Damn broad. Yeah. Like maybe you shouldn't be flying if right, like traveling and putting stress on the baby while pregnant, then you should not be here. Yeah. You can't ask a, you can't answer a follow-up question broad. I do. I, I hate Candace Owens. I hate, I hate her more than I like Margie Taylor green and, and Lauren Bobear. They're just kind of like, they're like, they're idiots. You know what I'm saying? Like Candace Owens is like a smart piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like she knows what she's doing. Like yes. she's very educated. She's very well-spoken. She's very, like she's more dangerous than a Lauren Bobear or a uh, yes. Margie Taylor she, because it, they're it, just it's idiots. calculated, right? Like and like she's she's also like as much as she's got the entire uh, Lauren Bobear audience, she's also like I said she's that the way she talks and the way like you said the calculation of it also like it allows her to get a little further. Like she's reaching a little further. Like you've got that big wind, like that big group of morons that are just mouth breathing everything that comes out of Lauren Bobear's mouth. Uh, but then it's like, then you get the, you get the motherfuckers. You're like, damn, she's making sense. I'm like, no, the fuck she's not. She just is, she just sounds really smart, but she's just talking out of her fucking ass. If you just listen to her, like, it's all just the same shit the other people are saying. She's just put a educated spin on it. She doesn't sound like she's from fucking two blocks over from where chefs live in. Right. No Boise. Dude, in Boise, Idaho. Dude, hilarious though. Candace Owens. All right. Well, so I guess for the remainder of the shizzy, I guess we can just go through this list. I mean, is there anything else? Are we going to have a uh, sports stream this week? You know, we just fucking might. Okay, so we can save some of the sports for Thursday then. Uh, so, Ooh. and it also, uh, uh, I know I told you guys earlier we were, I, I, you know, the Jordan Schultz. We should be able, hopefully, bring that to you on Thursday. Um, hopefully, we'll get that. So, hopefully, by Thursday during our sports stream, we'll have a nice uh, little chat with him available for you guys. Um, but yeah, we'll just kind of, we'll just save the sports for that. I mean, there's really, I mean, there's a lot we can talk about. And if we got into sports now, we'd just be on sports. So, but before we get into that list, we will say, fuck the San Francisco 49ers. Lick my balls. Joey Bosa, you dumb fucking racist. No one likes you. Shut Nick, or Nick Bosa. Down. Who, which one is it? Nick Bosa. Fuck you. Nick, Nick is yeah, the Niner. Jo yeah. Joey Bosa is the one that can't talk any shit. Remember when he was getting picked on by the opposing fans? When he was yeah. supporting, was it Philly fans? It was Philly fans. Of course, it was Philly fans, dude. When Philly was like, he was outside. They're like, "Fucking loser!" He's like, 
getting all in their faces and everything. Like, damn, dude. All right, MAGA. Yep. Uh, but dude, this right here, so cold. The Browns. So if you don't, if you're not, if you're watching or if you don't watch anything, you don't know anything about sports. The 49ers have been doing this for a couple of years where Debo Samuel, he's got this big old fucking chain. He walks out of the boombox. They're all fucking getting hype. Like they actually did this. Right, so before this happened, they had did it to NBA young boy, came out all hyped up, get into a fight. They get into this big fight after the Niners do it. We go back, I guess, or or maybe this is we did it at the same. I don't know, but I know that we did this like right around the same time, right after that. And what a big dick move because we were talking about this yesterday. If this would have backfired, if we lost this game, we would I would never hear the end of it. This, this show wasn't happening. Like we were going to take a week <laughs> off. I'm not going to I'm not even going to get on the internet for a week. But we didn't lose. That's cuz we have the best defense in the NFL. The best yep. defense in the NFL. Jim Schwartz cock is huge. And give him his credit. Kevin had a nice game. Kevin had a nice game. I'll give him that. I did read a stat today that he's three and one after bye weeks in his four years here. I'll give him that. He knows how to make. That's nice. So he so he can adjust mid game, but when you give him two weeks to think about it, he apparently is really good at thinking about things. He can't think sense. about anything between the first quarter and the fourth quarter, or apparently he can't think of anything between Tuesday and Sunday. But if you give him an extra week. He's on I, yeah, it, I, I feel like if you just tell Kevin exactly what you're going to need on Sunday, he's a pretty good planner. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if he can, right, because he's got a week extra, he can make the plan, he can execute it, because look how he came against the Bengals in week one. All right, look how he came out of this game at, at, after the bye, you know. Yeah, and we'll, I'll give him that. So, good job to Kevin Stefanski. Great job, um, Jim Schwartz. Um, 1917. Thank God for Jake Moody, I think is his name, for missing that field goal. Thank you for flying your entire family to Cleveland so you can miss two field goals, one being the game winner. Um, That's awful. Um, But... That is three rough. and two, baby. Three and fucking two. Hopefully the king comes back this Sunday. He's been on he was on Twitter, Instagram for the first time in two weeks today and yesterday. He's been all he's back. To yeah, me, yeah. it seems like. Um and all I three times he's Sean. I hope so. And he's played in uh Indy three times in his career, uh yeah. three hundred passing yards or more in all three. So that's more um, that we'll talk about on Thursday. We'll break down more games on Thursday. We'll get into some betting lines. You know, whole, whole shebang. But now, now, we're going to get into some shit. And that shit is the 700 greatest guitar players, according to... Uh, 250. Oh, yeah. 700. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're not going to go through this whole list. Are we? I mean, we're, this is going to yes. take... We're gonna scroll through. We're gonna fast scroll through. Yeah, we're not. We're gonna scroll through the entire damn thing. And we got, but like, but two fifty. You have to understand out of these lists. Like, it's gonna be a fast track until like the top ten, probably. All right. So So we're just ready to start. Ready to start. Two fifty. Andy Summers from the police. Which, How do you feel? Okay, so yeah, we'll get like a five second. <laughs> we'll go on two two fifty. <laughs> We're just gonna just. How do you feel? Well, because I know that's a police guy. Stewart's a police fan, so I'm a huge police add. fan. So Andy Summers, top two fifty. His influence is undeniable. The fact that he's this low on the list is uh, is shitty. So you think he should be higher? Absolutely. Because look, I mean, if if you look, Alex Lyson from Rush is sitting there talking about his influence on him. Yeah, and Alex Lyson's one of the goats. 
And Alex Life is probably higher up on this list. So just, you know, you got to follow the breadcrumbs, baby. Yeah, so, for sure. Silly right. way to start things, but I haven't even seen this list. I saw that when I opened it the other day, but I haven't watched it. I wanted yeah, live I, I, me too. I didn't click on it either. I literally just looked right at it and said, that'll be good. Brittany Howard, I don't know who that is. She, oh, Alabama Shakes. Nice. Yeah. I do know Alabama Shakes. She played for, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when Sister... Oh, God, what was her name? Sister. Uh, she was just inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sister Rosetta Thorpe. When Sister Rosetta Thorpe, who was it, like, uh, she was like a gospel R&B early rock pioneer because she was a, a gospel guitar player who sang the blues, but she plugged in and she played a lot of distorted shit in the 40s. So one of the first people to distort her guitar she was inducted as, as like a legacy a few years ago. Brittany Howard performed in her thing, and she was fantastic. So I'm not a huge Alabama Shakes fan, but Brittany Howard be on this list totally. Boom. Brittany Howard, welcome aboard. Rodney Krieger. Krieger. I fucking hate the Doors. So fight me over it. People who it, love the Doors can't stand them. It was funny. It's like when you think the Doors, you don't even think guitar. You think fucking like keyboard, and you think uh, bass. Yeah. I'm just never going to. B-52's Ricky Wilson, dude. Listen to Rock Lobster or Private Idaho, and you tell me that those aren't all-time riffs. The dude wrote all-time riffs all the fucking time. Yeah, dude. B-52's are the shit. Love them. So dope. Paul Simon, as like a uh, technical guitar player, no, but the dude wrote great tunes. So you think he should be on the list? Yeah, as a songwriter, a guy that had to structure out guitar parts. Yeah, I mean, listen to like The Boxer, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Like, yeah, why not? Welcome aboard, Paul Simon. Yep. Leslie that, West. That, that pisses me off. Damn. He should be way lower. Leslie West from Mountain. Mississippi Queen, theme from an old Western. Nantucket Sleigh Ride. You're talking some of the tastiest tone you have ever heard and he's 245 get the fuck out yeah of here. that's fucked up only stone sucks we know that though Adelio pat True. parade i don't know this guy i'll, I'll be honest there's there's probably going to be a lot of these like flamenco people who are totally influential deserve this yeah. spot but unfortunately i'm not going to really know them yeah and, and they probably shred and they probably do belong on this totally list. all right here we go who the fuck are these guys two guys from a band called the national no idea. Yeah. No, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. A guy that played guitar for Taylor Swift. Oh, I'm going to keep moving. Yep. Lindsay Jordan. No idea. She's been with Helium and Wild Flag. Don't know. Good for her, though. I don't know. See ya. Keith Urban. <laughs> Bro, they got this guy above Mississippi Queen. Dude. Keith Urban. If Keith Urban is if if Keith Urban is here, then Brad Paisley better be way up, dude. Because Paisley shreds. No Keith way, Urban Keith is, Urban's one of the two hundred fifty greatest guitar players. Absolutely ever. not. But there's it, no way. It tells me that Brad Paisley's up here somewhere. Yeah, it shows oh, you. They just remind you what Rolling Stone is as a popularity contest. Yes. Aaron Smith, Brat right girl from Bratmobile. Let's go, cool. dude. Yeah, influential. Yeah. Eddie, punk dude, rock and, on and, there. Yeah. Why not? 
She probably a better guitar player than Keith Urban. Dwayne Eddy. Dwayne. Looking good, Dwayne. Cool. Yeah, he looks like he fucking hung out with the fines. Uh, the the guided, by, oh, guided by Voices. Very good band. Yeah, I wouldn't I, I don't know about like guitar technicality, but um, I do love me some guided by voices. You know, Was if you like teenage like, FBI or something, FBI. Yeah. The, yeah. Man, Jennifer Brad. She looks like a bad broad, though. Like her. I don't know her. Oh, oh she's she uh, was live Michael. guitar player for um, Michael MJ. Yeah. Nice. Cool. It's okay if I zoom out a little bit so we can see the picture and the text. Go for hey, it. Zoom on yeah, out, right. baby cakes. All right. Just checking. Greg, Greg Sage, Sage from Wipe the Wipers. I don't know them. I don't know them either. Pacific Northwest Indie Rock. So that's some Seattle shit that I just don't really know about. No idea well, who that is. No idea. But she plays in D-A-D-A-D-A-D-D-A-D. Dad nice. Odd. Dad Dad? Is, dad Dad. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's like Dad Gad tuning, which is like a... You would know Dad Gad as like a Led Zeppelin tuning, but she, turn, but she tunes the G string all the way... <laughs> G string. Up to a D, which is like a. It's really like you just bar chord, so it's actually kind of easy to play. So I don't know about that. Get her off. You're not welcome, John. I don't know how to say this guy's name. John McGock. McGock, one of you <laughs> from Sushi and the Banshees, man. Oh yeah, I love Sushi and the Banshees. Good shit. Good riffs. Good. Yeah, riffs. good. Shan's a big Sushi and the Banshees guy. Smart girl. Her. her. Okay, so I've never understood the. I've never actually heard her play guitar. I feel like I think I've she's all good. Never, is she now top two fifty of all time? I don't know, but you have they've got to throw in some new school shit to get the clicks. They got to you know, yeah. dude. I mean, but, but her, good, though. good, but good. I like her style. I've always dug her. David Williams from fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire. Let's go. I don't know. Is he too? And he played with the. Time? And he played with the Jackson. I, dude, pretty tasty riffs. I mean, it's yeah. He's the tasty bitch. Died. No he played with Shaka Khan. Played with Kenny Loggins. So this is, he he played with Madonna. And he's a Vietnam vet. There you go. Came back man. from that shithole and said, "I'm gonna write tasty riffs." Absolutely. Straight out of the mud. Ed Baker. Don't really know. Not a big folk person. Yeah, me neither. Not a big folky person hmm. at all. Not a Bob Dylan guy. I like Bob Dylan. I mean, I respect Bob Dylan. Great songwriter, but... Um, all right. Gustavo Cerati. Uh, like he's is got this, some flair. I don't, again, it's Latin rock. I'm just not too familiar. Barbara Lynn. I like her. I don't even know who it is, but... Sixteen-year-old Barbara Lynn had a final warning for her boyfriend Stank. If you should lose me, you'll lose a good. If you should lose me, you'll lose a good thing. Damn, is that? Isn't it? That's one thing I know for sure. Yeah, maybe Rancid took a little Barbara Lynn, huh? Well, you look at that. Her self-pentune. They've been covered by Rolling Stones, yeah. Aretha Franklin, Otis Redding, Robert Plant. Sampled so, by the Beasties. Inf- That's pretty nice. Big influence. And again, not Dude, really familiar with her, but fuck shout Moby, out. 36 year old body. Blow me. You don't know me. You're too old. Let go. It's right. over. Steve Nobody listen to techno. 
So let's go. Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols. Uh, look, I, I'll i be the one to defend the Sex Pistols, but I will also sit here and go, Steve Jones does not belong on this list. He was very limited in what he could do. He made the most out of what he could do, but he does. I don't know about him being on the greatest guitar player list. Yeah, I'm a huge... I mean, I, punk rock is my everything and uh not a sex pistols guy so fuck him glenn bronca no way um, movement i guess oh. he was like a solo guy no, we'll record it. We'll yeah you're both there's yeah. some more influence sonic youth that, whatever yeah, his droning heaving symphony number one recorded in 1981 would feature both thurston moore and lee ronaldo of sonic youth in the orchestra bronca would also release sonic Youth's first album on his neutral label Neat. Nice. Sonic Youth overrated. Yes, they are. El Kempner. No idea. She's an indie no powerhouse, idea. apparently. <laughs> apparently. She does the <laughs> finger picking, though. So, you know, she probably shreddies. Now, here we go. Okay. Wayne Kramer from MC5. So it's Fred Smith and Wayne Kramer? Fred Sonic Smith and Wayne Kramer. You're probably going to see a couple do. Yeah, okay. I guarantee at some point you're going to see like Ed and Johnny from Radiohead are probably going to be teamed up on this. They're going to be duos. Maybe like Greg Almond and um, uh, Dickie Betts from the Almond Brothers. I wouldn't be surprised. There's probably some duos on here. So, okay. but MC5, absolutely. Yeah, MC5 fucks, dude. All time riffing. Yeah, I love MC5. Great. If band. the MC5 is on here, then I hope the uh, the Stooges are on here. So I hope they that means be. that that uh, Ron Ashton better be on here. Marv oh, no. Tarplin, he played for Smokey Robinson. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. This, this he's actually got a, he, he's got something down in Atlanta at the um, the the music um, historical. I can't think of the fucking name of the historical place for music in Atlanta, but he's got a. Nice little venue there, actually. That's why I've heard of them. Hey, nice. That's cool. Good shit, yeah. Marv. Look at you. Look at you, Marv. Shout out Motown. Oh, oh. Joseph Just Spence. Us. I know this guy's... What a picture, dude. Yeah, no shit. That's, that is some, a uh, ass, but that's some Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. That's exactly... Literally what I was just about to say. L- little Robert <laughs> Johnson, little sun house. Yeah, very Delta Blues. But for a guy that hey. was in the, from the Bahamas... <laughs> look at us all right molly, molly tuttle oh, i don't know about all that yeah I, not even i don't even i'm not a molly tuttle fan folkies don't pull it for me man get her out james blood ulmer that's sick cool. fucking name uh that is a dope smash together generations of blues funk jazz guitar and a glistening sheet scrunky riffs and jittery solos Look, if Vernon Reed from uh, Living Color says that you're like a main influence, straight up, then you're the shit. Because I'm a big Vernon Reed fan. Damn, it says, uh, go back. It says, uh, he is a rock. He is unapologetically himself. He is the blues itself, not its rules. Damn, I love that dude. quote. Yeah, goddamn. All right. Courtney Barnett. Yeah, she's from, uh, fuck, who is that? I know who that is. Uh, I don't know, bud. Maybe it's just one of those bands I listen to, like on the 
like you know scrolling because that, that sounds very very familiar fucker though here we go okay glenn tipton kk downing from judas priest absolutely that yeah, that is maybe in when you're talking metal guitar duos maybe i can't think of who would be better maybe thin lizzie maybe but when Tipton and Downing play together, it's just fucking. It's so. So they yeah. So it's so they it says uh, rather than split themselves into rhythm and lead guitar like the Rolling Stones and the Kinks, Tipton and yep. Downing doubled the riffs, took turns cutting solos, and embraced harmony lead. So they just both just took turns shredding. Yeah, dead. harmony lead. So you'd play the lead, and then like Downing would play the same riff but an octave higher to make just as for lack of a better term, wall of sound is awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Love Judas. Lizzie Hale. Goddess Hale of Storm. Hard Rock. I don't yeah. know. She's in what she's in, is she in Demi Lovato's band now? <clears throat> the company even designed Hale signature model of his floor, which she plays on stage and gifts to her peers from Demi Lovato. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Thomas McClary. Thomas McClary. Oh, Lionel. Yeah, I mean, well, he was in the Commodores with Lionel. Yeah. And the Commodores are the shit. That's such a great picture. Big Steve fan Hackett. of that guy right there, Steve Hackett from Genesis. Genesis, baby. But I this is Genesis. This is like prog Genesis, not pop Genesis. So this guy, he quit. Yeah, okay, so he quit in 77. You're a prog daddy, dude. Yeah, so he was on the first album because, all the way yeah. through... Uh, I think he, his last album was uh, Trick of the Tail, which is my favorite Genesis album. I had he, actually he, I, I had sent Geese to somebody earlier this week. I won't say who, just because I know they're going to listen to this. And I'm not talking shit, baby. I love you. Mm-hmm. But uh, he said he loved everything about it but the singer. He's like, I just don't like his voice and the way he t-. I'm like, dude, he, he's like, I love the progginess. He goes, but I don't like the way that guy sings. I'm like, dude, I think that guy, the way that his vo- I think Geese's vocals are just... I, it's a, it's it's different, but I like that, dude. So they're so good. All right, dude. Yeah. I love Kurt Vile. I don't know if you listen to Kurt Vile, but I've heard him and he's all right. I yeah. I don't know if I I don't know like enough about him to say he should be on this list or he's not. But he has a song with um, John Ryan. I think is his name before he <laughs> died, uh, and it's a great fucking song. I don't even know the name of it. I forget what it's called. Or uh, Lucky or how can it be so. Uh, how can I let me see I'm actually going to look it up real quick but uh, it's Kurt Vile great song uh, he's kind of folky too like some of his shit mm-hmm. I can't listen to because uh, it's just just long but he has a lot he has an EP called Speed Sound and Lonely KV and it's called How Lucky with John Prine John Preen John Prine Prine, Prine. And yep. he, so he recorded it right before John Prine died okay nice yeah, so like John Prine sounds like kind of rough on it, but sounds old, but sounds very fucking. Well, it sounds I'll like send, John Prine. Yeah, I'll send it to you after this. It's good. Please do. All righty. Oh, now this is my hero. <laughs> I unfortunately not familiar with that Japanese guitar virtuoso. Yeah, dude, she's actually the top tier, the goddess. As they would write, there's probably 14 goddesses on this. Lucy, Lucy Drat Dacus. She's from. I, uh, I don't want to be funny. Yeah. Uh, what is she? I mean, I know who this broad is. I haven't heard the "I don't want to be funny" anymore song. Never heard Night Shift. 
All right. No idea. Oh, oh that's uh, Feliz Navidad. And light my fire. <sighs> yeah, his, he's influential, but he's sloppy. sloppy. And it's, I hate his vocals. Dude, and nobody wants a sloppy bitch on this list. Scroll. No idea who this is. Oh, Nick. yeah, yeah, yeahs. The yeah, yeah, yeah has some tasty riffs, dude. If I mean, if you ever listen to like, uh, what's that song? Maps. Yeah, yeah. Key track maps. Maps is up. That's a good one. Yeah, they're good. I've never got into them really, but I they're not bad. They're New York art artsy kind of. Yeah, yeah. I I dig it. Are they the ones that did on the edge of the world? Is that them? Uh, no. Who is that? You keep scrolling. I'm gonna look this up. Where it is. I don't know who Cocky <laughs> Cocky King is. Me neither. Do you know who Cocky King is? I do not. Ooh, Gary Clark yep. Jr. Let's. I'm go. surprised he's not higher up. Actually, he uh, he played at that Blues Rally. Um, oh, when they won the cup. Really? Yep. They had uh, Gary Clark was in town. Played one of the rallies. And uh, it is the AAS spitting off the edge of the world. Great fucking song. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite songs of last year. Um, but yeah, it, he played one of the um, pregame rallies for one of the away games when they had the watch parties downtown. They always had like a musical guest, and Gary Clark was one of them. So nice, pretty cool. He is good. I don't. I'm not gonna lie. I don't listen to a lot of his music. I I I guy. I don't know. He's different, but he is a great guitar player for sure. Uh, Amadou Bagayoko. Unfortunately, not familiar. Love him. But he has played. Oh, no. Never mind. That's people That's he grew to. up listening to. I was going to say, I, I was starting to read that too. I was like, I, I was like, what a list. Oh, but. my God. Yeah, we all listen to those guys. Amadou. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, you fucking special. Justin Broderick. Is this Napalm the guy? Napalm Death. Okay. I mean, oh, and more important. Okay, look, look. I like Napalm Death, but the more important one, in my opinion, is Jessu. Jessu yeah, is Jessu. fantastic nice, progressive nice. metal. So if he's been in both, okay, I'll give him a nod. Let's go. Hugh McCracken. So they call. Him, never mind. Not Hugh McCracken for Steely Dan. That dude wrote great leads. Steely Dan's the uh, that's the dildo, right? What's the band named after the dildo? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Steely Dan, isn't it? If, if it is, that's something I did not know. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Hold on, hold on. A Steely Dan is a slang term for a dildo? I'm pretty sure. That's cool. Yeah, Steely Dan is a sex toy. Yeah, that's what they're named after. That's fun. Okay, cool. Yeah, a Steely Dan is actually... So here, it says, Steely Dan is the name of a sex toy. The name was taken from a strap-on dildo named Steely Dan 3 from Yokohama that was mentioned in William S. Burroughs' novel Naked Lunch. Steely, band, Steely Dan found, inspi- found inspiration for their band name in the pages of beat writer William S. Burroughs' novel. Wow. So they're literally named after a sex toy. Oh, shit. Okay, and then Hugh McCracken... Sounds like a sex he, toy he, as well. He played on the Wings album Ram, which is my favorite Wings album. 
and he so Paul McCartney offered he tried to give him the gig to join the band full time and he was so busy playing on other people's shit he was like play with Paul McCartney and Wings nah who fuck the it, fuck says no to Paul McCartney you nah, McCracken and that's why you're 206 dude. yeah what a bad motherfucker hell yeah alright Eric John eh, everybody knows clips of Dover yeah dude what a fucking waste of a draft pick keep going <laughs> <laughs> Lynn Tight, Trinidad. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with Trat Trinidadian. I bet Fino sorry. knows Lynn Trait Lynn Tight. I'm gonna ask him. Ooh, right. dude. Oh, he did Shanty Town. Yeah, okay. Put him on his work. Oh, he did. He was a guitar player, Desmond Decker. Yeah. Holy oh, shit! You don't know that song? No, I know that song. No, I love I'm, that but song. Front Office. No, no, no. I'm surprised. I do know that one. Oh, I was gonna say. That's interesting. That. Oh, wow. I can't okay. believe that. Props to the town. Yeah, dude, what a fucking jam. That's a dig. Cool, man. Big All fan. right. Yeah, definitely belongs on here. Grant Green. Charlie Parker. Oh, he's from St. Louis. He cut his Blue Note debut. Oh, he's on Blue Note Records. They have great shit. And uh, his guitar has been sampled on Tribe Called Quest, Low End Theory, and Kendrick yeah. Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City. Nice. Cool. Nice, dude. Love that. Thanks, Grant. Great album. Great. Two great albums. Yep. Thanks, Grant. I was in the Low End Theory yesterday. Vince, Vince Gill. Gill. 100% Vince Gill. When you're talking country, like chicken picking motherfuckers, Vince Gill. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, no, great. So good. All right. Who's this crazy motherfucker? Gary Diaper. Diaper man. Let's go. Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah, dude. Parliament Funkadelic. What's his name? Was just here. Uh... George Clinton? Yeah, he he played at like some red tent downtown. It's like some. Are you talking big... about Bootsy Collins? No, I'm talking about uh, George, Clinton. George Clinton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll still go around with the, uh, the Parliament Funkadelic. Name. Yeah, there's like yeah, he played down. It's like down in like uh, but it's by the Muni somewhere. It's like this big red tent that has like little shows in it. And George Clinton was there. Now the fact that they did Diaper Man, but they didn't do the other guitar player from Funkadelic. Um, I think his last name was Money. Let me see. He was the one that did the solo on Maggot Brain, which is oh Eddie Hazel. So if Diaper Man's here, Eddie Hazel needs to be further down because he played fucking uh, Maggot Brain, which, in my opinion, is one of the top. Maggot Brain is a top five solo of all time. We'll so hopefully Eddie Hazel's here. here. Here we go. Top 200. We're going to go a little faster. Uh, Chris, I don't know, Kingfish. Dude looks like he probably Ooh. fucking shreds, though. This kid came out of nowhere on the internet. People, he was just playing bars down in like Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. He was just playing bars. People were uploading photos of him just jamming with older like blues guys. This kid fucking rips. Now, I don't know if he belongs on this list, but if you love blues, he. Please listen to him. He's got insane tone. They said describe him as an old soul. Totally. He is a throwback to a great era. He plays like John Lee fucking hooker, dude. He is the dude. Big fan of Good King. Shit. Well, shout out to him. So yes. 
Top 200, baby. Yeah. All right. So Bambino. Sorry. Unfortunately, I don't know. really know. Jerry Reed. Our boy Jerry Reed, 100%. If Vince Gill is on here, Jerry Reed belongs on there, 100%. You took all the rambling out of me, girl. Nuno Betancourt from Extreme. This guy is so... He can play any style. I would put him further up. Nuno Betancourt is one of the greatest guitar players of the 80s. Oh, it's a, you mean down. You, you want him to go? Yeah, he should go further, yeah. Yeah, he needs to be down. Down, right. yeah. At least in, in the upper 150. James Taylor. Uh, I mean... And my mom fucking loves James Taylor, dude. I, I think everybody likes so James does Taylor. Mine. I think they've seen James Taylor together. I believe so. I'm actually positive that they've seen James He's Taylor. He's got a together. great band. James Taylor. He great band. Let's fucking go, dude. Influential as a as a motherfucker. Yep. All time piece of shit. Yeah, all time piece of shit. Like fuck him <laughs> as the fuck Greg again nowadays. Like and just milking black flag just to fucking and not paying people. Yeah, just a huge piece of shit. But super dope that he's on this list. Yeah. His his well influence is undeniable. Yep. Yeah. Brian, Brian Robertson, Robertson and Scott Gordon oh. from Thin Lizzy. Right. Here Thin we go. Lizzy. Yeah, there you go. You cannot, Boy. When you're talking heavy metal and hard rock, it's hard to beat that duo. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. I mean, if, if you've ever listened to like, uh, the solo on Boys and Back in Town where they do the, the, you know, the harmony. Great. Or the Cowboy song off the jail breakout. It's all so good. Yeah, dude. I remember I was there for that. All right, so let's nice. uh, roll it down. David hey, Lindley. Lindley. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. SoCal Rock. <coughs> oh, he played for Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown wrote good tunes, but I'm, I in, can't. In his slack key solo on Dolly Parton's To Know Him Is To Love Him. <laughs> right on. He played with Jackson Brown always had good people in his band. Lita Ford. Yeah. Bad bitch. She's I don't know cool, if she's top one. But yeah, I don't know I don't if know she's, she's up on this. I don't know either. I agree. The fact that she's here tells me that Joan Jett's going to be way higher. You know Joan Jett's yeah. way up here. Yeah. All right. Chalmers Spanky Edward Alford. Alford. East nope. St. Louis, there you go. Oh, yeah, that definitely Dude, he played. In. He played on D'Angelo. Did he play on Voodoo? He played for Mary J. Blige. That I mean, Damn. so he he is uh he's played on some monster albums. Yeah. Shout out Spanky. Good for Spanky. Lightning, Lightning Hopkins. Hopkins. 100%. If you like the Delta Blues, you'll love some Lightning. All righty. Whole Sisters Boogie. Jerry Cantrell. I would put Jerry Cantrell higher. Oh, Allison Chain. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that, no, he's not dead. No, Jerry Cantrell's the one that kept that shit going. Yeah, Jerry's alive. He's actually, funny you say that, Jerry Cantrell is a diehard fantasy football guy. Yes, really? He is on the fantasy radio, like he calls in to the fantasy morning show in the morning. Cause the, so the, guy, the guru used to be a radio DJ back in the day, years and years ago, the fantasy mm-hmm. guru. 
So like that's why like so he's always bringing up and like making references and stuff. But Jerry Cantrell actually calls into the show, and he's actually in the uh, the big like if you listen to series like the big. Uh, so they the, the my FPS they their big league that's like all the serious guys and like all the big league. He's in that league. Damn. Back in back in the day, on the Howard Stern show, a lot of the guys you know uh, Fafa Fui and and High Pitched Eric and all them they had a. a a celebrity fantasy football league, serious money. Jerry Cantrell was always part of that. Yeah, so so cool. Fucking yeah. love Allison. I've seen Jerry Cantrell when I was little. I saw he's Jerry incredible. Cantrell. Great singer who's the, too. Who's the guy that died? Oh, it's Lane Staley. Yes, um, but yeah, but Jerry, Jerry Cantrell, Cantrell. I mean, he's sitting there. He's ripping these incredible leads, great riffs, and then he had that high harmony over Lane's uh, vocal. So I mean, it just made that sound. So Allison Chains yeah. would not be anything without Jerry Cantrell. Yeah, so cool seeing him when I was young. Yes. Didn't appreciate it obviously at the time. I was really young, but you know, you could say you saw Allison Chains. Yeah. All right. Marnie Stern. Stern. Um, I Seth Meyers rock, math rock version of Eddie Van Halen. She took her inspirations from Sleater Kinney, Don Caballero. Sleater Kinney is not math rock. <laughs> Um, cool, I guess, but she's been on all okay, whatever. Again, cool. some some new age shit they had to throw in. Mark Ribot, Ariba. Oh, I'm sorry, he's he's Italian, so Ribo. I don't know him, unfortunately. I don't know him. Yep. Nope. This guy looks sick. Yeah, from Toto. Oh yeah, of course he's sick. That- Oh, oh here, voice crack. he played on three straight years of Grammy Album of the Year nominees. He played with Quincy Jones on The Dude, great album. Toto, what's that? That's four. Uh, four, yeah. Yeah, four, and then he played on Thriller. Damn. Thriller! Yeah, that's fucking Yeah, I'm uh, okay, surprised. Yeah. yeah. Hold the line. Peggy Jones. She looks like she's got some toad, girl. She performed with Bo Diddley. Neat, love it. <laughs> I'm forever blowing bubbles. Eldon Shamblin, racist. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Okay, so Absolutely. he played with he played with the Playboys. All right, so he's like a troubadour guy. Cool. Oh, I know that guy, Roy Buchanan, from the band, baby. Dude, I love the band so much. Uh, and then he, yeah, he went solo. Cool. I think he also played with like Elton John for a minute. Nice. Could have swore. But yeah. Gina China, Smith. Gina. So he's a seminal worst by Bob Marley. Dennis Brown. Dennis Buddy Whaler. Sugar oh, No. Jacob Miller. Black Uru. Black Uru's nice. Black Uru's yeah. come to St. Louis a couple times. Gregory Isaac, Frederick McGregor. Yeah, some just some heavy hitters. Good that's, shit. that's cool. No kidding. He was on Rat Race. He did the guitar intro for Rat Race. Hell yeah. Nice. Oh, and Cassandra. Sweet. Larissa, Larissa Strickland. Strickland. Oh, L7. There you go. L7, that's that's, that's a good punk band. Yes, it is. Don't like would have known her by name, but yeah, great band. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know she died. She died. Rest Mike Camp. Mike Campbell from the fucking um, Tom uh, Petty. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Mud Crutch. 
Mud crutches get. And I yeah. think now, uh, I he's think he's got that band. He's in that. Well, he's Mike Campbell. He's got that uh, album that I remember. We listened to his album. He had a good album. What was that? Yeah, remember that? We were like, oh my god, this is fucking good. He had his own. Yeah, his own side project. It's like Mike Campbell and the. Uh, yeah. Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs. That was a good album. Yeah, but, external uh, combustion. Once Fleetwood Mac kicked out Lindsey Buckingham about 10 years ago, they actually called up Mike Campbell to fill in because when you talk Lindsey Buckingham, you're talking, you're missing a lot of guitar now and you're missing a lot of vocals. And Mike Campbell, bless him, he did a good service to that band. Now, Grant, Chrissy McVie died and Fleetwood Mac's totally done now, but he kind of helped them limp to the finish line admirably. Yeah. So Love, yeah. That, that's Mike a dude's a bad boy. Bad motherfucker. Good shit. Shout out to you, Mikey. Ernest Wranglin. Uh Rocksteady and Reggae. He played with Millie says, Small. It's a simple equation. No Ernest Wranglin, shit. no reggae. Dude, he played 5446. That's all I, I need know. to know, yeah. baby. Yep. Yep. Damn. He was a, he was a Maytal, man. All right, Ernest. Yeah. Respect. Boy, dude. I wonder if he was there when I saw him live. Oh. God, what a guy. The dude, dude. played. Fifty-four, forty-six. That's all time. He's yeah, been performing know that live track. for over sixty years. Awesome. Oh, no, Still showing off his chops and straight-ahead jazz situations, but always with a touch of Jamaica. Fuck what a yeah, man. love it. All right, so we've got Skip James. James, cool. More Delta Blues. Love it. Cool, cool. Keep going. With none, <laughs> <we don't know. laughs> Speedy Ortiz. I, I don't really know Speedy Ortiz. Nope. Rory Gallagher, Gallagher totally totally belongs. Who's he from? Uh, solo mostly, but then he played a little bit with um, uh, Thin Lizzy. Mm. Love Thin but Lizzy. Mo- but he's mostly just a solo guy. This guy's jacket right here fucks. He that- dude because that's Marty fucking Stewart. Like that's his thing, dude. The bling guy out jacket. Damn, Marty this guy Stewart. Fucks. Yes, he Fucking was a Johnny Cash fan for a long time. Dude, uh, that guy thrust it. Like, look at the gene that he fucked. Yeah, hey, he, might be, he might be. He might be big. Higher. He He's still around. He'll play. He'll play, he'll play Branson sometimes. Oh. Dude, he probably gets so much Branson poon. <laughs> Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney on guitar. And he's holding a bass, isn't he, in that picture? Yes, he is. <laughs> I mean, Sick. I don't know. <clears throat> cool, Paul. Fuck you. Fuck the Beatles. I'll fight you over that one, too. I know you like Chrissy Hine from the Pretenders. Pretender. That's kind of cool. But Grant, Love it. I think I think of her more as a lead singer than a guitar player. Oh, he boomed. No shit. Dude, how is that? That's awesome. 171. Look. I am a massive ethnic. <laughs> I am a massive yeah. Minuteman fan. I'm surprised he made this list. I'm happy he did because I'm glad super some cool. smart people. But I'm surprised. I would put him on the 200. I would put him on the 200. Um, he had a really weird it, style. It was a great style. Yeah, all treble. You turn everything else down on guitar. So super twangy, high frequency. Listen to the opening solo on two beats to the end and tell me that he's not a legitimate shredder. People don't think of him like that, but he shreds. Yeah, I I, I fuck with uh I, I love me some goddamn D Boom, baby. 
you would know him as the the theme song to Jackass. Yeah, the Jackass theme. Song. Corona. God, so cool. The minute that's cool. D Boot is on there. Alrighty, who's this motherfucker? Phil no Manzanera. He Ooh, Roxy too. Music. Nick likes oh, him yeah. some Roxy Music. That's a good. Fuck yeah! Look at them goggles that he's got on. Hell yeah! Sweet. That's a dude who's got so much pussy. He doesn't even. I mean, he just <laughs> he's that, the that on, dude. Jesse Mae Hemphill, Pioneer Blues, cool, yeah. good stuff. This looks like somebody that you listen to. Oh, Quicksilver Messenger Service. So, uh, Casey Classic Band. A born gearhead. <laughs> Very um, like a lot of those L.A. bands of the time: the Eagles, the Flying Burrito Brothers. Poco. I hate the Eagles, man. <laughs> um, very country esque rock, real subdued country. So, yeah, but I do like Quicksilver Messenger Service. Died in '89, dude. I didn't know he was dead. All right, so we can kind of James Williamson. Here you go. He's uh, what is he? He's well, I mean, he took over picture, for Ron right? Ashton. I was gonna say, yeah, that's for the Stooges. So Ashton's got to be on here at some point. Search I hope. Power. Who is that? Edgar Winters, Johnny, Johnny Winters, his brother. <laughs> that's cool. The... Johnny Winters is cool. Still out there playing, I think. Unfortunately, I don't know her. Don't know her. Dave Davies from the Kings. You really got me now. I love the Kings. Yeah, Kings are always a fun listen. Even like. In the 80s, the Kings were just full of shit. Who we got here? Wawa Watson? Wawa Watson. So he played on Marvin Gaye. Yeah, he played yeah. on the Let's Get It On album. <laughs> Papa was a Rolling Stone. Damn. Car Wash. Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. And yeah, then he played on the Pointer. The Pointer says, holy shit. Yeah, that's an all-time resume. Yes, sir. Welcome aboard. Can't yeah, say I've heard of him. Wawa Watson. You know him now, baby. Yeah, damn right. Very cool. I'm Unfortunately, gonna... I'm not familiar. Yeah, sorry, R- Racina. Tim Henson. Polyphia. Oh, new cool. age prog guys. I'm not get a it fan. out of here. Kim Him and Kelly, Kelly Deal. Deal. Pixies, man. Those were the Breeders. Because Kim Deal was in the the Pixies. Then they started the Breeders. Breeders are cool. I like the breeders more than the Pixies. Yeah, they look like they got some attitude. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's cool. John, John Lennon. Um, I guess. I mean, he wasn't the... I, George Harrison kind of played more of the lead. Whatever. Cool. He's a Beatle. Whatever, They're going to do it. Johnny, Johnny Thunder. Thunders. Nice. I love New York that. Dolls, New York Dolls, baby. Heartbreakers. I like it's it. It's a personality crisis. Pat Metheny. Cool. Uh, he played with Jody Mitchell, David Bowie, and Ornette Coleman. Wow. Right. Nice. We can kind of... We can just... Carl Perkins. We get to the hundreds. We're only at 155. We're going to speed this up a little bit. Fuck these people. Carl Perkins Carl is cool. Perkins... Yvette, Yvette Young, Young. she Again, looks like she's tired. Sure. 
Bill Frizzle. No. No, no idea. idea. Otis Rush. Rush. There we go. That's a good like one. Yeah, that. we'll stop. Yeah, that's a good one. I Can't Quit You Baby. Great song. Very cool. Um, Annie, Andy, DeFranco. Annie DeFranco. Again, I'm not sure why she's there. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's really weird. Pete Cozy. Interesting. Look at this guy. Interesting. Wait, Smokestack Lightning? No shit. He played with Muddy Waters, Howlin' Wolf. Wow, just for playing on Smokestack Lightning. That's fucking neat. Yeah, this guy looks like he plays guitar with his eyes closed. Marissa Pastor Norster. Screaming females. Not too familiar. No idea. There Ron Ashton, there we go. The original Stooges. Dude, if you don't like J- if you don't like Iggy Pop and the Stooges, you're wrong. You're no fun. You're just wrong. She's got a TV on me, bitch. She's got a TV on Yep. Beautiful. Great. Alrighty. So we've got a little Ike Turner. Hell nice. yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Ike Turner's a great guitar, great guitar player. Even Terrible better husband. crackhead. <laughs> Memphis oh, Minnie. Memphis Minnie, yeah. Cool. Uh, Mike, Mike Bloomfield. Bloomfield. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Dickie Bet. Nice. I'm surprised they didn't do the duo thing here with yeah. uh with uh, Greg Allman. Greg Allman, yeah. But Dickie Bet, I mean Dickie Betts was the dude that did uh a lot of those main rip. Yeah, he did Jessica. You know, uh Greg Allman, he did a lot of the slide guitar, but most of the uh finger picking shit was Dickie. Dickie Betts rules. Data. I'm not too familiar with the data actually. Is that Ira Kaplan. Uh, Indie yeah, rock. No. Get rid of it. Uh, nope. Right. Yeah, we, yeah. What is this? <laughs> is this Zach Wild? No, it's Frederick. It's Frederick. He's got from. Oh, Mashuga. Mashuga is fucking sweet. Yeah, I don't. I'm not into Mashuga, but they are good metal, I guess. Steven Stills from uh, Crosby, Stills, Stills, and Nash. Nice. Cool. And Young. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah, we don't care about Young, though. Okay. Susan Tedeschi from Tedeschi Trucks. Um, her husband, okay, if she is 139, her husband, Derek Trucks, he better be in, like, the top 90. Derek Trucks is the best blues player currently. In the in the world, for my money, good shit. Have to look them up. Teeny high. Look at those glasses. Yeah, I mean that's a whoa. That guy's just seen so much cocaine in his life. It, <laughs> Liz Fair, uh, what? Fucking eyebrows off. Liz Fair, the, I don't know about that. Fucking run. Nothing wrong with Liz Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joe Perry. Oh. Uh, you, I mean, I tell you what. What is he, Aerosmith? Yeah, you remember his riffs, like because every Aerosmith song starts off with the chorus. You know, Janie's got a gun, loving yeah. an elevator. Like they start chorus, and so it's always just riff. 
and you remember you can sing Joe Perry riffs. They're memorable. They're they may not be like complicated or whatever, but they're tasty. So yeah. Cool. Respect Joe Perry. Yeah. I think more people need to put Roger McGinn. Ooh, the from the birds. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Bob Mould from fucking uh, Husker Du. Husker Du, baby. Uh, fucking Sugar. And then his solo career has been fantastic for the last 30 years. So Bob Mould definitely deserves his place. I'm a big Bob Mould fan. Good shit, baby. Look at this guy, Robert Cray. Hell yeah. Smoking uh, Gun. Muddy Waters. He played with Muddy Waters. Albert, Albert Collins. Collins. He influenced your fire boy, too. Wow. What's up? He influenced your boy, Kingfish. Hey, Kingfish. The influences are very obvious with Kingfish, but he's great. Cool. Nils Lofgren from the E Street Band. Hmm. Right on. Dimebag. Obviously, uh, he's going to be on here. Sure. I mean, you knew he, you knew he was like going to be on here. I like here. Pantera, I'll, though. Yeah, I like Pantera. I'll, I'm glad he's in the 130s and not like top 50. Oh shit! Look who's right there, Joe, Joe Walsh. Walsh. I put Joe Walsh a little higher, to be honest with you. Yeah, I hate the fucking Eagles, but I, I will always love uh, in the city just because of uh, the end of the Warriors. Nice, yeah. Somewhere I mean, Rock Mountain Way on Forty Nine, the most memorable fucking rip. Nina Strauss, she's a uh, wow. Yeah, she does rip. Yeah, she's pretty sick. Bob Stinson. Bob um, wait, so Bob Stinson, here? he was in the replacements, right? I don't know. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Replacements. Replacements are fucking awesome. When you're talking Minneapolis, St. Paul, so it's Husker doing the replacements right there. Steve Vai. Steve Vai's kind of low. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he'd kind of be a little higher Steve than that. Steve Vai is... Bright lights. The fucking dude. City light. He have the 10-hour guitar workout. Look at that. Yeah. All right. He... Kim Thale from Soundgarden. Oh, yeah, I love Tasty, cool. tasty riffs. All, like, drop B, heavy as a motherfucker. Awesome. Totally deserves a, a spot. Soundgarden is the shit. Bill Albertine. Don't know. Oh, oh, the slits. Yeah, so she's that sounds very familiar. Very uh, cool. she eschewed distortion, leaped between punk and reggae. She 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 reteach <laughs> her she had to reteach herself to play guitar after the splits split up, her marriage ended, and she survived cancer. I was driven like I was a teenager. Cool. Interesting. Good for you, Viv. Cool, cool. Mike McCready and Stone Gassard from Pearl Jam. Fuck Pearl yeah. Jam. Keep going. Good, good guitar here. duo though. Keep going. Steve Howe, Steve my Howell. fucking boy. Yeah, he's nice. I'm a huge yes. Oh, actually, here, look, there you go. Yes, Steve Howe. I would put him higher. So we're about to get to the what top? Yeah, about one twenties here. About to yeah. get to the top one, honey, hundy. Yep. We'll, we'll get through them. We'll, we'll get to the. Not familiar with Nigerian guitar players. 
Yeah, we can speed run these to 100. Dick we'll just Dale, read it. We'll read people, them and go. People always put Dick Dale real high because I guess his tone was influential, but he was kind of like a one-hit wonder. Everybody know knows Mr. Lou. Warren Haynes. Coleman Brothers. Danita Sparks. Armed with her Gibson Flying V. From L7. Uh, from, yeah, L7. Great band. We Their other one was in here. There we go. Adrian Ballou. Check this out. This guy played for David Bowie. He played for Frank Zappa. He played with the Talking Heads. And he played in King fucking Crimson. And Nine Inch Nails, apparently. Yeah, he's collaborated a lot with people. But he is the guy. He was poached from Frank Zappa by David Bowie. Yeah, pretty tits. That's all time. Adrian Blue is the shit, because he is a guy who makes the guitar not sound like a guitar. His whole thing was like effects and shit. But he's awesome. And his solo stuff rules. I love Talking Heads. Love the Albert Collins, man. cool. Texas Blues. Ana De Silva. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nels Klein. Okay. Nels Klein, he's he's been with Wilco for a long time. And Wilco rules. Yeah, Wilco's sick. But my favorite stuff that he that Nels Klein has done, he played on two Mike Watt solo albums. Uh uh, hand, hand, hand tug or tugboat, and like Liberty Calls. So he's played on two really great Mike Watt albums. From yeah, the that's Minutemen. what the picture is too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, fantastic guitar player. Came up the punk way, but he's just a virtuoso. Robert Klein. I don't know. Leonard Skinner. Ty. That guy looks fucking sketched out. Uh, Yeah, he's having a rough go of it. From Nick Cave of the birthday party. Okay. Cave's cool. Yeah. Right on. Even the bad seeds. Kelly Johnson. Girl school. Really? Someone. I'm surprised whoever wrote this remembered girl school. But. Neat. I wouldn't put him on my list, but neat. Yeah. It's a nice little nice nod. Is that Lindsay? Lindsay, Lindsay Buckingham. Buckingham. Severely underrated as a guitar yeah, player. I'm glad be, he's up there. I think he should be higher personally. I agree. I agree. He is so fucking good. Finger yeah, style. He be- he's on probably electric. one of the best finger pickers ever. Absolutely. Mike Nick Ronson Ron. or Mick Ronson. Yeah, he was the uh, 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 spiders from Mars. Merle Travis, Travis, cool. nice. Props to Merle. Nine pound hammer. That's probably what they call this cock. Clarence uh, White. The Kentucky Colonels band. I don't really know. His oh, never mind. Okay, Pete Peter Buck. Buck. REM. REM. Uh uh, <laughs> I was never an REM fan, so I never got into REM. Me. Slash. 
I would put Bill Buckingham above Slash. I would put Joe Perry above Slash. Yeah, and that's like it, cool. He's on here. You knew he was going to be on here. I'm oh, glad yeah. they. I'm kind of surprised they. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they kept him at 105. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And Not that he guitar, should be there, guitar but, player, but yeah, I'd put him in the top 250. Yeah, definitely top 250. I would definitely, but I just put him a little further back. Yeah, I just, I'm just surprised that he's only top, you know, 105. I figured he would have been popularity. Con- yeah. yeah, exactly. Top 50 or some shit. Oh, right. that would have angered me. Sorry. <laughs> no. Nancy, Nancy Wilson. Wilson from Heart slept Heart on. Yeah, I'm glad she's sick. there. 103, though? I don't know. I Dude, her, she played a lot of rhythm, but whenever she was given an opportunity to play a lead, fucking ripped. Yeah, I mean, she's I mean, she she's her. the one that did the intro to Crazy on You, the, yeah, the yeah. acoustic. Mm, awesome. Front office? Oh, what? Stroked out. Billy Gibbons. No, no, no we didn't. We didn't stroke out. Totally, here. totally belongs. Is he the one that just died? No, that was Dusty. Dusty. Yeah, player. loves easy. Yeah, no, Billy was, Gibbons was, is sorry. I mean, you're Guayo, uh, fucking oh god, um, god, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank, but I'm like, I love ZZ Top. No, I was playing. All right, crazy so we're we're about Fogarty. to enter the top 100 for the. You're a big Fogarty who, fan. I am. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Fuck yeah! That's CCR is my shit. <laughs> I love CCR. When you said it, it just kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, I love CCR, dude. CCR every every six hours, I I'm alive and get older. I like CCR more. It just <laughs> they're they're just like yeah, it's it's just one of those things. Like if you're a white guy and you're getting older, like CCR is going to be one of your favorite bands. It just it has yeah. to be. John Fogerty has one of the most. I mean, he has. Great voice. I mean, great voice. I mean, if you, one of the most recognizable voices ever. Yeah, I agree. I'm surprised to see him this high on guitars, though. And he's a great guitar player, but I'm surprised yeah. to see that. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Okay. Dude. All right, here we go. Top 100, baby. Top one. Boys, we're going to be we're doing this serious. for another hour. No, we're going to, I guess, if, no, we can, I keep saying let's fucking. We can uh, fire them off, but then we keep. Oh pause. fuck off, Carrie King. KK Downing from Judas Priest is back in like two thirty, and you're gonna put Carrie King. The dude has one move. He just squeals. He dive bombs. That's all he does. Play guitar, but he ain't no fucking Carrie King. Jeff Hanneman was the, the better guitar player in Slayer. The creatures of the night. We'll be kicking ass. We'll be taking names. One more bigger than kiss. I don't know reflux. Oh, I'm sorry. Animals as leaders? They suck. Get them off my screen, <laughs> dude. Get them out of here. Link Ray, get them oh, out of here. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, he's oh. Only, Link Ray's only known for one song, Rumble. Oh. He was fucking insane, says Dan Auerbach. I would listen to some kind of nut over and over. It sounded like he was struggling. I'm sorry, but Dan Auerbach putting the guy on a pedestal doesn't mean much to me because the black keys are overrated too. Yeah, watch your mouth. They're really good. Pavement. You don't like like the the black black keys, keys, dude? I like the black keys. 
I think they're overrated. They're okay. Yeah, I love some black keys. All right. I mean, two guys. Kill me. Give me the white stripes. No. I mean, the white stripes. Ooh. I take Jack White over all of them, but dude. Mark Knopfler, I would put Mark Knopfler higher. This guy looks like he. This kid, like he, he tries to convince kids to come to his do his dojo. <laughs> no, he he wore the headband as a tr- as a lifelong tribute to um, uh, Jimmy. Hell yeah! He was like dude. the biggest Jimmy Hendrix. Kind of looks like Jimmy Hendrix. He's <laughs> like the white Jimmy. Mary, Mary Timoney. Hell yeah! Woo woo. Uh, neat. It says punk Ooh, rock. Cetriani. Cetriani, nice. Wow, it's Steve she's I, I, I thought makes, Cetriani's going to be higher, honestly. That makes me even more confused by the Steve Vai spot. Yeah. Cetriani was in uh, Mud Crutch, wasn't he? No. Or no, what was that super band that Cetriani was in? Uh, oh, shit. Because it was with, it was with uh, I can't drive fifty. Didn't it have? Wasn't it him and Sammy Hagar and? I don't know if he was a a Wabo. Oh, Chicken Foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken Foot. Yep, that's what it was. He was in Chicken Foot. That's right, Chicken Foot. That was that was that was who I was. That's who that was. Correct. It was. Uh, Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers, Michael Anthony from uh, Van Halen, Hagar, and Satriani. Hagar, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Good Just pull. to make sure. I couldn't remember who the other, the guitar player, the guy from Van Halen was, and it was Anthony. Well, let's see. A guy, so a funk guy that played with the Meters? Wow. Okay. But nice, it's inspired by West Montgomery. West Montgomery better be high up in here. I he love Just West Kissed My Baby, baby. The sissy strut. What the? Keep your eyes on my gadunk a dunk dunk. A glass of what ta? What a ta ta? What a ta 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 ta? Dude, Not a... there's Missy Misdemeanor, baby. She better be on this list. Great guitar player. Cat core. Cat core of third world. That's a cool cat, baby. <laughs> third world reggae, Try baby. I love. 96 I... degrees in the shade. Rude boy. Love it, dude. Let's go. Mike Perry. Oh, Doom. <laughs> Mike Perry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Did you see uh did you see they asked John Jones who his favorite African fighter was? And he said he said Mike Perry. <laughs> <laughs> They're like they go. Who's your favorite uh, African fighter? Is it uh, Israel Adesanya or is it that Drakus Duplass? You know the white guy, the white South yeah, American, yeah. South African. And he goes, "Dude, Mike Perry." <laughs> oh my god, the blackest guy in the UFC. I don't know about Lou Reed being on this list. Me neither. Kirk obviously Kirk O'Brien's got to be on this list. But he's just not. Was he a good guitar player? Yes. Was he? Yes. yes. Top King, King top feel, 90? good tone. You think top Kirk 90, was top, top 90? 90? No, but he has a place on the slip. Okay, so he is top 250. Would you put him top hundy? No. Uh, top 150? He would be 150. 
Maybe one fifty one. He might be on the back. I could be, ta- be talked into one fifty one. Yeah, one seventy, dude. You can talk into two hundred. All right, let's go. Who's this bitch? Poison Ivy. She played guitar. Dude, the Cramps. Oh yeah, I didn't know that was her name. Cramps are they're sick. Cramps are fucking shit. Love the Cramps. Oh, Goo Goo Muck. Oh, as soon as we finish the show, I'm listening to Goo Goo Muck. Sonny Chirac. Wanted to be the next. He wanted to be the next John Coltrane. So he played with Pharaoh Sanders. Played with Miles Davis. Oh wow! Oh, he played in Last Exit. Okay, yeah, that's fucking neat. Welcome aboard, Sonny. Yeah, that's cool. This guy looks happy. Larry Carlton with Joni Mitchell and Steely Dan. That's kind of my two of the most music adventures Act Seventies wanted to make. And yeah, not only he played on Steely Dan, Seminal, Aya, which is one of the greatest albums of all time. Into the sex toy thing. Love it. Muddy Waters. Muddy Waters, obviously. 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 He's only been in about seven or ten to ten people's biographies already. <laughs> he's, he's the fucking dude. He's literally been in like three-fourths of this list. Yeah, it seems like it. All right, you, yeah, Muddy Waters. Better. Love him. Adrian Smith and Dave yeah, Murray, because I'm a Iron giant Maiden. Iron Maiden fan. I'll take that. Yeah, dude. Remember that guy I worked with at the bank? I actually just talked to him. He got... Bad, bad religion tickets. He Wait. was the guy that I'm not into punk rock. Now he is into punk rock because he's finally making that metal into punk transition. Remember West when punk? he was telling? Remember when he was trying to tell us how good the remember the new Iron Maiden? Remember when Iron Maiden came out that album like a year ago, and it was yeah. just so butt cheeks, two butt cheeks. It was like so butt cheeks, dude. Yeah. yeah, so butt cheeks. All right, West Montgomery. Shit on you. My my life is better because I've listened to West Montgomery. When I, when I when I'm on my deathbed and I'm thinking about man I lived a good life, I will remember that I listened to Full House by West Montgomery, and I will die peacefully because that is a, a incredible perfect album. West Montgomery is the king of feel, king of tone. His chord phrasing is insane. He is the best guitar player ever. A little more, a little more, say more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's incredible. So I'm gonna assume you'd say 82 is a little too uh too too it, low on the list. Yes, he would be top 25 for me. Bert Janch from the 60s, whatever. They do not. They don't have guitars in the 60s. Keep going. <laughs> there we go. Derek, Derek Trucks. Trucks. There he is. I, top are, 80. I, he said top 90. Is what you said. Fuck yeah. Yeah, this is a kid who, when he was like 14, got hired by the Allman Brothers band. He was a prodigy. He had and nine. He's only got he was better. slide yeah, guitar he was at nine, touring by, by twelve. At age twenty is when he got hired by the yeah. band. Nice dude. Kid, kids, it's, he Derek Trucks. He was the guy. I don't know if you remember. It was a viral video. It was um, John Mayer, Susan Tedeschi, Derek Trucks, and it was BB um, King. We're sitting on stage together at a, at a New Orleans blues festival, and they're all just taking turns soloing. And it gets to Derek Trucks, and Derek Trucks, when people say "make a guitar cry," he quite literally did that to where BB King turned to him, BB fucking King, and said, "That's about as good as I've ever heard it." And you, I, I have goosebumps just talking about it. 
it was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Derek Trucks is incredible. Besides when I moan in your ear. Yeah, that's true, dude. When you suck on my ear a little bit. <laughs> and I whistle, yeah, dude, and I whisper the black eyed peas into your ear that where is the love? Or the little Isley Brothers. Isley Brothers, absolutely. Who just died? One of the Isley Brothers just died, didn't they? Really? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure one of the Isley Brothers just died. Like a couple days ago. Could be wrong. Carly Christian. Wow. Okay. Deeper pull, but cool. Another blues guy. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson and his guitar trigger. It's just one of those things. It it just it goes together. It's it's beautiful. Whether he's playing with I a band Willie or whether Nelson. it's solo. But still when uses Willie Nelson that guitar. Well, yeah. And he and yeah, and I'm glad they, they dropped Django Reinhardt. He plays a nylon string finger style just like Django. Like two two fingers. He plays like it's oh Willie Nelson love, and Trigger. Love Willie. Yep. Joan Jett. Wow. God damn, uh, dude. No fucking okay. way. I mean I like Joan Jett, but like no. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even put her on this list, to be honest with you. I'd put her on the list. I but mean, she would, she would be, be like two to 250. 250. Yeah, I was going to say 251. Can I talk you into 251? <laughs> I, I, I will flip <laughs> and, and, uh, Andy Summers from the police and Joan Jett. <laughs> okay, I'll flip good. them. Okay, good. Yeah, Joan, love you, but come on. Reggie Blackmore, Deep Purple from... is... 100%. Yeah, he might... Can I be honest with you? I might put him a leg even higher, like top... I agree. Fifties, maybe. 65. You have to remember how there were different incarnations of Rainbow, and they're all awesome. And then even after that, so for the last thirty years, Richie Blackmore has he's been doing like acoustic, medieval like music, and it's still genius. Yeah, he uh, and you know a lot of people just have heard Smoke on Water and you know, a couple like. Deep Purple's got like so it's funny because like the guy that worked the kid I worked with at the bank, huge metalhead, everything, but Deep Purple was he that that, that was his favorite band. Smart boy. Was Deep Purple. Know your roots. So love Know who love your daddy them. is. Absolutely. Wow. Jay wow, Mask is from I, Dinosaur Jr. I do cool. I'm 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 happy that he's that high. Yeah. I wouldn't have put him there, but cool. Yeah, cool he got. Up there, if we're gonna throw anybody up there just for popularity. Give him when Mike Watt did Maggot Brain, the solo was Jay Maskus, and he did it perfect. Love it. You were someone cool, another blues guy, Smokestack Lightning. There you go, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Nice. John, John McLaughlin. Yeah, what is he? I don't know, Bitches Brew. Yeah. Interesting. Hell yeah, dude. Not bad for a white boy. Not bad for a white. Amari Cooper. Wombo. <laughs> Again, not familiar with this guy, sadly. Django. Wow. Django goes higher. His influence is worldwide. I mean, he influenced. Go back up a little bit. Look at his influences. Jeff Beck, Dickie Betts. Willie Nelson, Charlie Christian, West Montgomery, West Montgomery, yeah, come on. When you influence that, you gotta go higher. 
Dick, yeah. Django Reinhardt is top 30. This guy got a toothpick in his mouth. This guy right here coming up. This guy looks like he, Uncle, he, I saw throw Robbie? over them. I'll throw Robbie Robertson over the from the band. Didn't he, who just passed away from the band? Was it Robbie? I don't know. Do we ever find out what Isley brother, one of the, I swear one of the Isley brothers died. Hold on. Robbie Robertson, he passed away in August. Yeah. Why don't you look into Jesus? You got the answers. Le- Ooh, yeah, Les Paul, hundred percent. The the dude created the fucking Les Paul. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah. Rudolph Isley just died. Oh, October twelfth, eighty four. Evan Shields for my bloody. Val- I'm not a big my bloody Valentine. Me fan. neither. And Me I like neither. the bands that are like parallel to them. But I yeah. never really got into them. Never been into them either. Right, Cooter. Don't even know that sounds like my what I call my gooch. <laughs> Check out my right Cooter. Get done. T Bone Walker one. I put I would put him higher. College storm when I came to this world a little too soon. Walker said, "I'd say that I was about thirty years before my time." I would agree. He ain't he ain't talking shit. Gary Brownstein, no, and I like Sleater Kenny, but Gary Brownstein, sixty-five. Get I'm the good. fuck out of here. I'm good on that. Richard Thompson, neat. Peter Green from the original uh, Fleetwood Back. Peter Green is one of the great white English bluesmen. So that 62. Better than yes. Buckingham? What's that? He's better than Buckingham. That's a tough no. one. No, but I they would put him Buck- way above Lindsay. Yeah, Ooh, so I, I would be moving Lindsay Buckingham way high. But Peter Green totally belongs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just didn't know. I mean, it's kind of wild how far he is ahead of Lindsay Buckingham. It is strange because pop. Yeah. John oh, Mayer. Uh, no. Look, I, John Mayer, I think, is deserves cool. a spot on the list. I don't know if I would put him top 161. Yeah. Two, he's 249. Yeah, he would be up there, like in the very back end for sure. Scotty Moore from Elvis is bad. El- yeah, Scotty uh, Moore was the shit. I'm just not an Elvis guy. So, you know, I, I know that. Robert Fripp looking. from fucking uh, King Crimson. King Crimson. I am a huge Fripp fan. Look so, Fripp 100% belong. If you, if you ever listen to Heroes by, you know, We Can Be Heroes, mm-hmm. that guitar, that that's a long sustain, all Fripp. Nice. Here's your boy. So, 58 for Alex you know Lifeson. I'm, I'm happy with this, but Flip, Lifeson, and Fripp. Then, I'll, yeah, then I, it'll be perfect. Dude, Alex Lifeson is, I mean, obviously, I mean, I just, love, I mean, I love Rush My, growing up around you. So Our love of Rush is obvious, and so I'm very happy that he's this high. Yeah. I'm surprised, I mean, and I'm happy. He's just one of those guys, like, you just know Rush right when it happens. All right, well, good shit on Alex Lifeson. There's, There's some more. Eh, fuck Sonic Youth. Yeah, I just don't understand it. There's some more is cool, but he's also a dick, so, eh. Johnny, Johnny Mark from the, the Smiths. Smiths. Nice. Very 
brave to put him that high, but he he is great. Yeah, definitely a little high. Yes. Love the Smiths. McTaylor. Taylor. That is nice. Who are we gonna so before okay, well I guess we'll guess when we get to top. Who do who are we gonna call number one right now? Who's number one before we get down there? Number one guitar player of all time, as judged by Rolling Stone. I'm thinking Jimmy. I'm going Keith. Jimmy. Yeah, Stu. Hendrix? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's safe. I'm going Keith. Richards. Keith will be... I bet Keith is like 12. Okay. I'm going to... Damn. Taylor's 55... They're gonna low. They're gonna lowball Keith. I'm about to be pissed off. All right, let's go. Can't you hear Bonnie Raitt, 54? Let's go, Love it. Bonnie. Love it. Look at nice. you. I don't know if I'm putting her 54, but love, she, love she's Bonnie. That's cool. She can but shred. That is cool. Absolutely. Yeah, she's on the list. Trey Anastasia. Look, you like them, don't you? Like him a lot, don't you? I don't like. I like him as a guitar player. He he did a, a an improvisational band with Les Claypool from Primus. And Stuart Copo, the What's police he called Oysterhead, Fish. Oh yeah, fuck Fish, dude. I don't like Fish, but Trey Anastasio is talented. Fifty three, fuck no. There's and a the song. That... In, uh, there's a song in MLB the Show that goes for like months. It was Birds of a Feather. Oh, I know what song you're talking about. And like, dude, and there's only about nine songs in that game. Uh, which they did add uh, some two to the Maytals, which I couldn't believe it. Uh, but. Yep. But for like months, that song would play. And one day, Shannon looks at me and goes, "She goes, what the fuck is this? She goes, this is so obnoxious." I was like, "Dude, I don't know. Me neither." I, I, I was like, "I don't know." So we we went to the fucking uh, little like page where you can look to the music, scroll till we found it. As soon as I saw, I was like, "Fish!" I'm like, "This just makes so much sense." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just such ass. Johnny Lee Hooker. Johnny Lee baby. Hooker. I was just singing his praises. I would put him higher, but yeah, yeah cool. He's on. Savage. Cool. He's on here. He did a he did an album with Canned Heat, and it's one of my favorite albums of all time. Patty Smith, cool. From television, yeah. Marquee Moon, yeah. Television's the shit. Television. Pink Flag, Marquee Moon, yeah. All right, top fifty. Here we go. We're no more James. Very no cool. No more James. I believe I'll dust my broom. Hey. All right. Cool. PJ, PJ Harvey. Hall. I don't know who that is. Wow. I'm good. I don't even know who it is. She's solo. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I actually have heard her. Yeah. Curtis, Curtis Mayfield. Mayfield. Very cool. Nick, you do know she has a song in Peaky Blinders. Uh, they she? play. That's the only reason I know her. Yep. Mm. I don't know which one it is, but. There's going to be some new school shit thrown in this top 50 that just for those points. Gonna and it's gonna be fucking miserable. All right, so we got Mayfield, we've got The Edge. Who? No, you two, dude. I fucking that's another band I don't like. Like I, I think early is not. I bad. like The Edge. Or I'm sorry, I like you too, but Edge does not deserve to be this high. Hello, hello. He just stacks effect. Joe Bonamassa, he's coming. To Frank Zappa needs to be higher. Love Zappa. Hell yeah. Willie the Pimp. It a goddess Kavinsky. 
Steve Cropper. There you go. So now we're talking Booker T of the MGs, bud. We're talking about a white dude that grew up in a black town and spent his entire childhood thinking he was black and grew up accordingly. So that this motherfucker here caught the beat. He got the. Blues. He wrote the. He did the guitar fills on "Sitting on the Dock of the Bay." He is that yeah. guy. Him yeah. and his best friend was Donald Duck Dunn, the bass player from Booker T. That's pretty fucking Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Street Steve Cropper, you are invited to the cookout, sir. Top Steve fifty. Cropper, Steve Cropper was the original white dude invited to the cookout. Yes, sir. He's the guy that he's the one that prints the fucking invitations. That's right. That's right. Johnny, Johnny fucking Ramone. Wow. Uh, dude, cool. look, I know that he's not like skillfully on here, but yeah, influence wise, and with the fact that no one played the guitar like that before that. Anytime you see a kid playing on like a shitty little punk band at a club at a bar or a club and low and we've seen million of them just sitting there just downstroking. That's all him. That's Johnny fucking Ramone right there. Yeah, yeah. dude. Like like you said, there are uh, I would say that three fourths of this list is more skilled on the guitar than Johnny Ramone, but 100%. he is just like you said, just it's just you the know, it's, it, you just know it. it the influence and like it, it was brand new, like nobody, and if, nobody, and, you know, did that. and occasionally he would pull out something beautiful, you know, Pet Cemetery. The riff of that is just yeah, fucking yeah. gorgeous, right? But yeah, I mean, just a, I mean, they said buzz soft, that's the right fucking word. God, I love them, dude. God, the Ramones just they just are my thing, they're, they're great. There you go. See, okay, Johnny Greenwood, Ed O'Brien from um, uh, Radiohead. Yeah, they're great. They're I big I, Radiohead I would, guy, but they belong. Ooh, Vernon Reed. Vernon Reed, nice. Gulf of personality. Vernon Reed, a dude that I have surprisingly had a couple of conversations with on Instagram. Gay ones? No, we'll talk. We talk guitar players. Nice. For some reason, like he's a dude that if you message him, he'll respond. So him and I, uh, he went to go see Yes, and he caught a Steve Howe pick. And he's he was never a big Yes guy, but I was like, dude, listen to this, this, this. And then he, I was listening. I told him to listen to Yours Is No Disgrace, and he came back like a day later. He was like, I just listened to it. He's like, you're totally right. I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, Tell look at me, me like. Dude. Thanks, what are you Vernon doing Friday Reed. nights, Stu? I wish I could have with Vern. Vern. Bo Diddley. 100%. Absolutely. Not much to be the said Bo- about that. Everybody cop the Bo Diddley beat. Uh, Full guitar. Keep going. Guy from Captain Beefheart liked him. That's cool. Chad Atkins. There we Chad go. Chad Atkins is a fucking a little shit. fucking old school country. Yep. Love me some chat. Angus, Angus Young, Young. And Malcolm Young. Well, the the secret to that formula is Malcolm. Absolutely, yeah. Malcolm is one of the best rhythm players of all time. So good. Totally belongs. I like how the key track is whole lot of Rosie. <laughs> I think it's funny. The last two times I saw them live, he was just near death, didn't move. Yeah. But he's still, still up there. Better, still looked better than Mick Mars. I see. Okay, hey, don't scroll yet. Don't. God damn it. God scroll. damn it, dude. I saw the guitar sitting up in the air, and I went, that's Pete Townsend about to smash it, isn't it? Lo and behold, it's Pete fucking Townsend. Gotta love the who, baby. Speaking of great, not a great solo player, but if I were to create, like, the ultimate 
classic rock band, Pete Townsend would be my rhythm guy. Who is their drummer? Keith Moon, right? Keith Moon. One of the goats, if not. Yeah, he's one of the goats. All right, yeah, love love the Who. Elizabeth Cotton. Interesting. Cool. Nice. Props to her. Welcome to the top 40s. Eric Clapton. Damn, Whoa. 35 for Clapton. Yeah, God, damn. God damn. Maybe they do got Keith Richards at 12. Jesus uh, dude, Christ. Dude, you're going to see some weird shit here on out. 35? Yeah, man. That's weird. Wow. All right. Jerry Garcia. They put Jerry in get front. Get the fuck up. <laughs> bro, Clap. get get out of here. Get Jerry Garcia. Get Jerry Garcia out of the top 100. Wait, wait, wait. It, it, and in the most fucking grateful deadhead way, the key tracks are, are fucking live bootlegs. They're not. Dated. Dude, literally. Yeah, they're, they're dated. Jams. They're, they're jams. jams. They dated when this guy played that song for 35 minutes. Fuck the dead, dude. I swear to God. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. There are a few tracks that I can jam to. Touch of Grey, Fire on the Mountain, blah, blah, blah. You know, but, like, get that shit out of here. Get, get it him out. so far away from Clapton. And Clapton's a racist piece of shit. Yeah, fuck Eric Clapton as a person. But, dude, get Jerry Garcia a shower and then get him the fuck out of here. Touch of Grey looking on. ass. Fuck you. Brian May, Brian put May. him higher. Yeah, put come him on, higher. dude. Why? Are, why is Brian? Why is Brian May and Eric Clapton in the thirties? Oh God, yeah, dude, we're about to. Get, it's about to get really, uh, really. It's weird. gonna get weird. I don't like it. Jack, Jack White. White. Okay, and... like, but I'm not putting Jack White above some of these guys we've just named. Like, yeah, no shit. I'm not Eric putting Jack above White Eric Clapton. Clapton. A Clapton. I'm not putting him above Brian May. I am not. I'm not yeah. putting Jack White above John Lee fucking Hooker. Yeah, dude, that's, that's so in, in Bo Diddley? Yeah, that's sad. George cool. Harrison. Cool. Cool. I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I'm a great guitar player. I get it said. If there's, he might be the one I respect most in the Beatles. He's the, and to me, he's the Beatle with the best solo career. Yeah, I think he, he'd be the one I respect most for sure. He was a traveling Wilbur. Neil Young. Neil Young. Um, yeah. Look, <laughs> I like Neil Young. Yeah, it's but kind of weird. Thirty above Clapton. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, hell so. no. He's like ninety nine. Yeah. All right, Neil. Whatever, Eddie Hazel. Eddie Hazel. There we go. Yeah, Maggot great. Brain. Great. There you go. Legend has it that Maggot Brain uh, was envisioned during an acid trip when funkadelic band leader George Clinton told him to imagine hearing. That his mother just died. So again, make a guitar cry. And that's back at Brandon. I knew immediately that he understand what I meant. <laughs> I could see the guitar notes stretching out like a silver web. Yeah, that's all. Turn awesome. off just turn off the lights, hit a vape, hit a dab, close your eyes, listen to Maggot Brain. You will yeah. see the hour of your death. I'm listening to it right after we get off here. Hey, please do. David Gilmore. David, uh, I, I look, I'm gonna tear it down. I, I don't I don't like Pink Floyd. I love growing up. <laughs> I love Pink Floyd. They're just but so David boring. Gilmore is not that high up on the list. They are not just twenty eight. So not twenty eight. He is I do like money. Sixty cool three. All right. Buddy guy. Buddy guy. Cool. 
welcome. Yeah, that he belongs here. I can give him that for sure. Most chess records guys belong up here. All right. So, see, I don't, I don't even know who okay. this is. No. <laughs> and I am a giant St. Vincent fan. Go, okay. I love St. Vincent, no. but she <laughs> is so, she is 199. Damn, and she's 26, ruled. according to Rolling Stone. Yeah. Dumb as fuck. All right. Yeah, she's better than Clapton. <laughs> okay. John Frushanti, awesome. Maybe not 25, but maybe like 75. He's the best thing about the peppers. Besides Flea. Well, Flea. Flea is just the man. For, I get it's popular to cool. say, but he is that guy. Frashanti is the man, too. He just played fucking horns for uh who was he playing horns for just a second ago? Uh we were talking about it. He played He was playing trombone for somebody, right? Trombone for uh oh uh Lauren Hill. That's right. That's cool. Yeah. James, James Burton. Burton. Uh okay. Susie Q. Nice. Yeah. James, okay, no. get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of <laughs> here. Just, I was, <laughs> okay, I I knew that Kirk Hammett was going to be up here somewhere, but I didn't yeah, know that they were going to throw Hetfield. in a Hatfield. Like I say, now, if you could give me Hetfield, Hammett. Well, I, I personally, I think Hetfield is the better guitar player. Okay. But I, I thought Rolling Stone is such a fucking rag that Kirk Hammett would be highly overrated, which he is. Um, He's not even in my top 100. I, just, I don't think I put either one. one in the. Yeah, I don't know if I'm putting either one in the hundred top. But I would put for sure. I would put Hetfield above him. Okay. I love it. Albert, Albert King, absolutely. Yeah. Bad motherfucker. That dude played the flying. He played the blues on a flying V. It's so cool. And with a pipe in his mouth. Just the coolest. Ooh, Randy Rhodes. Yeah, gotta love old Randy. Rest in peace, Randy. Um, Yep. Don't he wouldn't be my twenty one, but I'm cool with him being there. Yeah, I, he would definitely be twenty five, top thirty for sure. Just only because of Diary of a Madman. I mean, it's incredible. He was a, a technical dude. Ooh, Stevie, Stevie Ray. Ray cool. Yeah, yeah. I would put him above Clapton. I'd put him above uh, Brian May. You put Stevie Ray Vaughan above Brian May? It'd be close. I think so. I think Stevie Ray Vaughan's... I'll, I'll take it. I wouldn't, but I, I, I'm i okay with it. I definitely, that, I'd definitely i put them both opinion. over Clapton, though. <laughs> Just because of racism. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is a good reason. Fuck yeah, man. Clapton, you piece of shit. Ooh, Freddie, Freddie King. King. Yeah. There are no arguments here. Okay, so top 20. 19 is Freddie King. And look at that Gibson, that beautiful Gibson ES-335. Hasn't even played a note yet, sweating his ass off. That's, you know, <laughs> it's a long walk it. up there, dude. All right. So at 18, we've got Tom Morello. Yeah, Get no, shit there's a, out of here, dude. That's, that's, a one tr- that's a one trick pony. That was predictable, though. Top 20? Fuck no. He's not even in my top 200. I was going to say, I he is not that great. Like, I look, Rage Against the Machine player. is awesome. Love him. You know, fucking um, 
what was the the project that he did with um the guys from Public Enemy? No, the with Audio Slave. Mm. Audio Slave is awesome. Yeah, Audio Slave was but, Chris Cornell. Yeah, it was basically show rage. me how to love. Audio Slave was rage. <laughs> Dude, what do you mean? That's not Chris Bordell. Guys, this dude was in Guitar Hero. Okay. He was a flying fuck. (laughs) So was Green Day. And Billy Joe (laughs) Armstrong better not be on this shit. Well, just wait, Stu. Bro, oh no. Oh no. It's going to happen. Here's the thing Tom Morello, if you guys really cared about the. If you guys are really about what you preach nowadays, your tickets wouldn't be $200 fucking dollars. So keep it scrolling. Mother Mabel Mother Carter. Mabel Carter. Cool. Racist. Keep going. Racist. <laughs> Robert Johnson. Cool. Love yeah. it. Cool. Great, great, great. Love him. You know, if if you sold your soul to the devil to learn how to you play gotta guitar, you got to be top 20 at you least. You got to be in there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So 15 Keith Jesus. Fuck. I said I said 12. <laughs> I said I said they're gonna lowball and put them at twelve. They lowballed them even further and put them fifteen. Dude, Rolling Stone could suck. Your, your magazine is named after them. <laughs> Rolling Stone, you can suck me off, suck me off, baby. You can suck me off. Yeah, I don't know about suck that. Suck me off. Yeah. Oh well, get off this for it pisses me off. Fifteen Prince, obviously. Cool. Totally. All about it. Top fifteen for sure. Prince is better than everybody else. Everybody knows it, especially yeah. Prince. The end. <laughs> Yeah, keep going. We only have to. We don't, won't even say anything about it. T- Tony Iommi, we share our birthday. You both really? have fit. Fe- yeah, February nineteenth. Cool. Hell yeah! It, to me, every hard riff written past nineteen eighty has somehow stolen Tony Iommi shit. This dude just invented it, dude. And look at the pussy eater on his lip. I love that. That's a flavor saver is what that <laughs> That's is. That's a flavor saver if I ever saw one. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, dude. There's so much fucking just sexual STDs just swimming around in that thing. <sighs> it's all right, though. Kills on contact. Okay, so yeah, that's cool. I'll put him there. Jimmy Nolan. Not familiar, actually. James Brown's band. Papa's got a brand new bag. I know yeah, that. man. Oh. Yeah, wow. We're talking about some monstrous hits. Funky drummer. Yeah, man. All right, so 11. Carlos Carl Santana. Man. I'm putting Look, him further he's back. Cool. He's top yeah. He's top 65. I he's would say. like 88. Okay, I would even go. You can convince <laughs> me then. But yeah, definitely not top 20, even close. And, but, not 11, but, 10 Sa- almost. but fuck Santana for coming out as anti-trans. Very much so, yeah. Fuck. Way to fuck up your career this late. Yeah. Why can't you just keep your mouth shut and just let us all remember you fondly? Your wife's a better is cooler than you nowadays. Got here drumming fucking for Sunday night football or whatever. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Top ten best guitar players of all time. Dwayne Allman, cool. According to Rolling Stone. Ten, we got Dwayne Yallman. I, I don't like that he's this far ahead of Peter Green, but cool. All right. So ten, Dwayne Allman. Nine, we've got Joni Mitchell. Um, Get her out of here. She's not I, top ten. She's not top ten. She's top, you know, two hundred. <laughs> she's on the list, just not on yeah. this page. Just not nine. 
BB King. King. Sure. At eight. Sure. Yeah. I'll give him top fifteen. I don't know if he's yeah. top eight, but okay. BB's the night. BB's nice. Rest in peace. Now Rogers. Okay. Um, I like Nels Rogers a lot, and he's played with you know fucking uh, yeah. He played with Bowie, and he's you know he he was in Chic. Um, great producer, but seven, not seven. Unreal. I'm talking yeah. like. A hundred, someone, like hundred and fifty. Nile Rogers at seven. And no All disrespect right. to Nile Rogers. So at seven we got Niles. Six we got Sister wow. Rosetta Tharp. Who that? Uh, the Alabama Slammers girl that was just talking about playing. Sister Rosetta Tharp is a bad, bad bitch. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know about cool. the fact that they're they're trying to put as many females in this list, like this high. They're yeah. they're they're they're. they're they're trying, yeah, yeah. But she's I, probably I she's probably the better one of the ones, though. You know, out of the women is. that they've shown, like I think she, I think you can justify her in the top ten more than you could Joni Mitchell. You you know how uh, the harder they come by Jimmy Cliff, how there's been so many people that have covered that tune that it's like arguably one of the greatest songs ever written at this point. Absolutely, strange things happen every day. Is at par with that the number of people that have played on that track or played have covered that track her influence is huge she she went she plugged in and she distorted before anybody else did but she was playing gospel so it was yeah. still kind of niche but it's awesome so I'm, I'm 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 cool that she's this high i wouldn't put her this high but i'm stoked on it all right, so here we go. Top five greatest guitar players of all time, according to Rolling Stone. Yeah, rest in peace, Jeff, Jeff Beck. Beck. Love Jeff. Jeff Beck's nice. Yardbirds were cool. At four, we've got Van Halen. Eddie, so I just knew about um, the lights. I don't. Yeah. Okay. That'd put him top ten. Wow, we haven't had Jimmy Page yet. No. Nope. Well, don't there worry. Here we go. Three. So Jimmy Page, cool. God, dude, you guys are going to be right. It is going to be Jimmy fucking Hendrix. Yeah. Chuck Berry at two. Um, at two? Hey, I mean, he, he did kind of invent it. You know? Yeah, I'll give it to him. St. And, and as a St. Louisan, I feel, you know, I feel that pride about it, but I... Dude, is Jimmy Hendrix the greatest guitar player ever, though? I mean, you're talking when we're talking influence and like breaking down the barriers of rock and roll. And- Didn't he suck live? No, he was just kind of brown. Like he just like 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 for example, Jimmy Page. If you listen to the like the live bootlegs of Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page is like kind of sloppy. Where like he would bend a note, but he would like overbend it to where he's like in a different key and shit. It's weird. Jimi Hendrix would kind of do the same thing, but like when it came down to it, he was just on another level from everybody else at the time. Where quite literally, he played in front of Eric Clapton, and Eric Clapton sat there and went, Fuck, I'm not God anymore. Yeah, I can, and that's I that can... racist dude. Jimi Hendrix marked a shift. So, yeah, if he's going to be one, yeah, I'll give him. He There's at least Keith a Richards, case for him to but, be one, right? Yeah, he ain't, no, he ain't no Keith Richards, but 
you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Pussy. All right, so that was the top 250 guitar. Wait, we did that for over an hour, so we that was good. About an hour top, and 20, yeah. Top 250. Um, that, you know, it's, it's a Rolling Stone list. It there's it's gonna be there's gonna be good there's gonna be a lot of bad, you know it is what it is. You know who I didn't see? I was expecting because they were pulling out like like African and like Trinidadian and Japanese. Uh, my boy, fucking uh, Masayoshi Takanaka. Yeah, they did not wow. put him on there. And sure the to me, didn't. he's like the greatest Japanese guitar player ever, dude. So they not even an honorable mention. Yep. So I, I, I'm going to tweet it, Rolling Stone. <laughs> John Mayer, though. Yeah, they got they got Lita Ford in there, though. Yeah, Lita Ford on that bitch. I got Joan Jett on top 50 or 60, whatever. That's so fucked. So fucked. No disrespect to Joan Jett. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, it's great. I mean, everyday people, I still listen to that song all the time. So. All right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, this has been what pushing on with fifteen. We three hours. We we gave you some today, babies. We That's we right. came saw Conquer today. We asked you for money, so we had to you know. Yeah, we it. yeah we asked you for money twice today on two separate things. So yeah, we need you guys. We we had to we had to put up or shut up. So give you your money's worth. Give you your money worth. So thank you guys for joining us. You guys are going to see us again on Thursday. Hopefully, we'll have sports a couple hours. Get on here, talk some sports, do some betting and stuff like that. Um, but seriously, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys, again, if you guys are just now tuning in or you guys didn't see, you weren't here earlier or whatever, uh, make sure you guys head over to our storefront. Our, our chef, um, stuff is, um, live now. Um, his logo's up there. Um, get yourself a shirt, get yourself whatever, scan the QR code over here. Um, it'll take you directly to our storefront on Redbubble. Um, get yourself some pushing Mongo, get yourself some, uh, chef stuff, a hundred percent of proceeds. We don't make anything. We're not selling merch, anything. It's not like it's flying off the shelves. So anything we do make, no matter what you buy, if you buy a two pushing Mongo shirts and no chef shirts, it doesn't matter. All that money is going to go to chef. Um, so make sure you guys scan the QR code, head over there and buy that, write him a letter, JPay, get on, on jpay.com, uh, access, uh, connection or corrections. If you guys want to put money on his books so we can get some winter clothes, uh, make sure you guys scan our socials, follow us on socials on everywhere. Um, it seems that, you know, Instagram and TikTok is kind of where we're, where we're getting our most of our interactions. So make sure you, but follow us everywhere. We're everywhere. Um, we love to interact. We're always sharing new stuff. We're always, um, staying active. So follow us there, click the bell. So you get notified. It really helps the show like the streams, please. Because, uh, YouTube, we kind of get hit or miss, but kick, we'd love to make our, uh, presence on kick bigger. Uh, and every like and follow definitely helps us a lot. Um, Stuart, if you want to tell them about push or fucking skate laborious, yeah, Skate Laborious, you know, Skate Haven of St. Louis, keeping the kids off the streets, you know, place for people to make some friends, find a sense of community, keep the kids out of trouble. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Had some misfortune. There was a fire. They're trying to rebuild. It's going to be back better than ever with your help or with not. But we can speed up the process if you do help. Um, you don't have to donate. Just spread the word. Please share it. Tell a friend if you care anything about you know, DIY in a sense of community and skate culture, everything that's just good about being human. Please share it, donate, do whatever you can, whatever you can afford to do, even if it's just sharing. But please help us out, help them out. It's a great cause. And we're forever thankful. 
Yes, sir. So with that being said, this is Pushing Mongo 15. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys have a great week. It's getting cold out there. Stay warm. We'll see you guys Thursday, and we'll see you guys next Tuesday for Pushing Mongo 16. Have a good week. Thank you, guys. Peace. Bye.